Welcome to the John Sandwich Show! <laughs> Can't believe it's gonna look like Bane anymore when I'm gonna be talking. <laughs> swear to God, it felt like I was drinking this beer for two hours. That and it's a scam. Did it touch you? Did it touch you? Yeah, it made me made me feel things. Should we let everyone else in on the conversation? If it's too loud, they just turn it down, right? Perfect sandwich. Beautiful. Hey, welcome back Ooh. to the John Sandwich Show. Back after a, hi, hi, hi. after a long hiatus. I believe we took about maybe two weeks off. We went through snowstorms and all sorts of things happened with everybody. Uh, yep, I am Eric. Uh, with me always are the two Johns. We are the John Sandwich Yo. Show. Hey. How is everyone doing today? Dude, I am doing pretty fucking good drinking some 8% alcohol right now. Jeez uh, Louise. It's not early morning, but yeah. it's still morning. We're there. <laughs> We're there. We we have a lot of uh, international fans now, so it's yeah. gotta be yeah. It's, it's five. Well, it's, it's happy five o'clock somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Got That's it. That's true. This is actually my first beer in a long time. Um, is it? Yeah, I don't want to brag or anything like that. Just I've been drinking other things like wines and stuff like that. <laughs> like I have just cut everything out of my diet completely. But what right. I've done is I have cut the uh, the heavy beers out. Just uh, and then I can't go to light beers either because I just can't. I can't face that with. My, I haven't drank yeah. in some time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no. you've been clean sober. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm no, talking no, about no. beer. I'm talking about beer. Yeah. yeah, I've cut it out for Liquor dietary wine, reasons. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So it's been like three weeks. This is my first beer in since two the weeks. Podcast. Yeah, since, since the last podcast. podcast. <laughs> since, seriously. Yeah. Uh, well, when I went to the uh, the hockey game two weeks ago, um, that was I went the whole week without having a beer, and then I had one there, and for some reason I went like, oh, I think the only one they had there. We met up, uh, we did like a tailgate type thing and all they had there were like porters. So I did like a porter and then, um, I had another one and I, it gave me like a bad stomach ache. Mm-hmm. I don't know oh, if yeah. it's because I waited, like I haven't had anything in so long. Um, but or it then, could be just, you didn't eat probably. Yeah. So since then, uh, it's been another, it's been like two weeks and now I'm trying it again. Nice. I lost a couple pounds though from not having the beer. So that's good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You sure yeah it's the beer, beer is pretty uh, it's probably not fat. the beer. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Did you change anything else in your diet? Uh, no. I mean, we're still doing the fasting stuff. Oh yeah, and then uh, I still do the yoga, DDP. So what is a what is a healthier option that you are uh, indulging in? Uh, mostly wines. I'm assuming that it's healthier. Yeah, clear Uh, liquors. Yeah, clear liquors. Like I'll do. uh, Um, we went out. Uh, freak. The seltzers. We We went out to like white a business like. Uh, mingling type thing last weekend schmoozing party yeah uh emily uh drove so she only ended up she had like one glass of uh one glass of like champagne when we got there and that was it but we had all these drink tickets so i just kept going up and i think i had one glass when i got there and then i just started like rumming yeah. rumming ginger ale in it the whole time <laughs> it happens man yeah yeah i I don't like drink tickets, man, because I use them all. Yeah, I'm tough. like one of the. I'm a completionist. Yes, I, <laughs> I have a collection. Right, they give yeah. you six. Like, damn it! No, now I'm, I have to have six. I have to have six, six beers. If you would have given me three, I would have only had three. You the, think I'm gonna throw away a free beer? The worst part is all the people in the room with their shit together started giving me their tickets and stuff because they weren't gonna use them. And I'm just like, I'll take it. I hear you, fat loser. <laughs> I'll take you. I'm over there with a lampshade on my head. So I'll take it. <laughs> I think he wants some. Oh, Look man. at him. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Emily was like, there's going to be a lot of big wigs here, so you need to behave yourself. And I was like, woo! 
Yeah, no, we had, we had a good time. In reality, they're like, who is that guy? I like him. I yeah, actually went to go fun. talk to somebody who ended up being pretty big at this uh, company that they were at. And then I introduced him to Emily. And then now this guy's like contacting Emily. So literally me loosening up and having these drinks actually probably helped her career a little bit, I think. Nice. So, nice, nice, nice. so I'm the hero in this story. Is what it, is. <laughs> it was awesome. for the greater good getting fucking drunk. Well, you know, like that happens sometimes, man. You know, like, you know, you're a completionist. You, you got all these big wigs around. You need to loosen up a little bit. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like the commercials, man. The yeah. Sam Adams. I'll have a Sam Adams, right. please. You know, you're not going to be the guy that drinks the water or exactly. the water. You know, you don't want to be that guy. I get nervous in social yeah, situations. Sam Adams guy. Me loosen yeah. up Samuel Adams. Bit. Yeah, exactly. What's up, Casey Beeb? Welcome to the John Sandwich Show. Yes. So what did you guys think about the weather recently? Jesus Christ. I was I afraid know. a tree was going to fall. Yes. Me. Last night? Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, I got up um, uh, I got up maybe like at four in the morning to use the bathroom and freaking like my window was just like lit up. No thunder, but lightning flashes were like oh, coming shit. through. Whole house is just like mm, making all this noise. That was like last night? Mansion. Yeah. Uh, you, you guys had like thunder and lightning? Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, no thunder. I didn't hear any thunder, oh. but there's definitely like lightning flashes happening. Either that yeah. or it was like some kind of alien shit going on. I don't know. Might have been uh, power lines. Yeah. I yeah, I blame the aliens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, the windstorm was nuts, man. It was like sixty mile an hour gusts, man. Yeah, it's nuts. I, like I was fucking sitting in my jeep on break, and my jeep was like swaying back and forth. I the was jeep? Like, yeah, the jeep. The impenetrable jeep was swaying back and forth. Yeah, yeah. But it it's was. so aerodynamic. Yeah, it is. It's like you know, if you were gonna drive a brick down the road <laughs> with some wheels on it, <laughs> with some wheels. That's the most aerodynamic like thing I, I could. Yeah, say. it was designed in a yeah. wind tunnel from conception to production it's the nokia yeah. of uh, automobiles pretty much it is exactly. yeah that's, yeah, that's a, a good, good way to put yeah. it yeah. exactly <laughs> it lasts for 35 you know, years i bet you those nokia bricks for fucking last longer than like any of our phones now man hell yeah hell yeah they will yeah. It's 30 year old car man love it but yeah that wind last night dude fucking was nuts like our trees like in the front yard you could see like the base, like like almost like halfway up, mm-hmm. like move and sway. Yeah. You're like, man, this motherfucker's coming down. Yeah, we were driving around just to, during the daytime, and there are already like branches everywhere. It's like great. Cause pretty much every time there's a storm uh, out where we're at, freaking the power goes out. But luckily, we've uh, avoided that this year for now. Speaking yeah. of cars, for what's now. up with your car? My car is dying. It's a piece of shit. Actually, it got here all right. So, what's, <laughs> so and I needed to get me home. So, <laughs> no, I've had it for a really, yeah, I've had it for a really long time. Uh, since well, not that long. I guess 2003. It's pretty. It's a pretty old for a car. I think nowadays. Uh-huh. Keep alive. Yeah, I mean, uh, pretty old for like a uh, a throwaway car. Yeah. yeah. So two weeks ago, last, no offense. No, no problem. <laughs> or three weeks ago, I guess. Last time I was here, when I was leaving, um, it started to do like a puttering thing when I came to a stop. So, and that kind of started getting worse. I took it in for a full tune up and um, an oil change. I got all the basic stuff done and I took it out and it's still doing it. Um, I put like new, uh, <clears throat> new spark plugs in there. I think it's a fuel problem and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. like when I pump on the brakes and stuff, it'll stutter a little bit. But once the car gets moving, it's fine. So, like on the freeway here today, it was fine. Uh, mm. Getting over here was fine. Um, so hopefully we keep it there. Knock on wood, it keeps going. But just uh, just don't stop. Yeah, I'm probably yeah. probably in the market for a new car. I don't know if I'm going to put any more money into it. I think I'm just going to yeah. go the new car route because it's been a while. Like I have, 
I don't think I've ever had like an actual new car. Like I've never bought a brand new car in my life. It's always been like used. Yeah. Um, well, I did buy that one car, but then like the whole, like, anybody who's listening to the you, podcast. You didn't knows. drive it. Yeah. I never got to drive it. <laughs> uh, I got divorced. She kept it. Uh, so I've never actually had a new car. In my you life, still paid so. for it though. Uh, yeah, right? I still paid for it. Yeah. Um, so technically, you you owned yes, a new definitely car. I own a new car. <laughs> Tale as old as time. So now, like that's all <laughs> done. It's all paid off and everything. So now I can, I'm free to get something else. And I think I should. That'll probably be a nice present to myself for 2020. Start out with a brand new car for the first yeah. time. So you can get you, a good deal. I'm are sure. you in the market for like a brand new car? Like drive it off pro- the lot? I mean, honestly, I'll probably go. Another like certified pre owned yeah, or something yeah. like that. Some with like less than twenty thousand yeah, miles. I want to keep the, I definitely want to keep the prices down. And stuff. You want someone else to drive it off the lot and depreciate the car, yeah, and then yeah. once it comes back, you, you want that yes, price. That's yeah, when that's you come in and yep. scoop it up. That's what I did with my car. Yeah, I want a car, but I don't. Want, I, did with I don't mine. want a new car payment. That's what I did with my car. I I wanted someone to take it off the lot, brand new, drive it around for thirty years, and then I'll buy it. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um. So what kind of car are you in the market for? Uh, I guess something that fits everybody. I mean, I really don't. Yeah. I, I mean, if I had a choice, I'd probably go Jeep, right? That's why yeah. I, I do Jeeps. But yeah. I got to fit the, the kids in there. So I'll, it'll probably be like an SUV or something. Yeah, something yeah. with like, what, seven seats? Or yeah. So I got I get like uh, offers all the time for loans for my credit card company that I've been approved uh, for like a certain amount. So I guess I'll just go down there one of these days and pick one up I guess. Yeah. you should like just get it like approved from your bank first mm-hmm. and then like they'll be like all right this is what you could you you could spend on a car right mm-hmm. and then that way you have a little bit of buying power yeah when it comes to the dealerships be like oh this this is what i could spend sorry that car's too expensive so maybe yeah. i'll drop it down or something my girlfriend was telling me about a service too that uh you can talk to um and pretty much you tell them your price range and the kind of car you're looking for and they go out and find one for you oh they're like oh, a yeah. headhunter yeah, yeah. But for oh, cars, nice. that's cool i might do that maybe so if I can get like the best price. Man, what kind of society do we live in where you don't even buy your own fucking car right. anymore? Crazy. <laughs> you need experts for like the most menial things. They got experts for everything nowadays. Well, I, We've had I, so I much time right? to create yeah. these rabbit yeah. holes in literally any kind of like uh, just product or um, what's what's that fucking word? Industry. Yeah. Like every industry is long and expansive in 2020. Beer's good. It is, it is good. Well, you know, it's, it. I don't know. I mean, there's people listening to our voices right now, and we're not that interesting. So, yeah. I mean, whatever. I guess if it works. Yes. Yeah. We're. You know what pissed, pissed me off the other day? Uh, I was looking at an ad. It was just like an ad in the corner, so maybe it's not very true. But it said uh, um, monthly payments for a Tesla before, and the before was the exact amount that I pay for my car. And then yeah. the after was lower than that. And I was like, "Is the, could I be driving a Tesla right now? Teslas aren't that expensive, man. Yeah. If you get like the three, it's only like $35,000. Yeah. I went for to, like a uh, base model. I went to hang out with Emily's friends. If like, you get everything on a Tesla, that's where it starts coming expensive. Yeah. 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 I went to hang out with Emily's friends uh, maybe like two weeks ago. And they drove us back to a hotel room. And uh, they drove us in a Tesla. It's like fully electronic. Fucking when we I go in to get to get in the car. And like he opens it, of course, like with a button, and, goes, and it's fucking Delorean doors, just like, <laughs> yeah, the SUV. It's like an SUV yeah, minivan. Like yeah, those things thing. are pretty rad, man. Like the big, huge, like fucking thirty-five inch touchscreen, like yeah. in the center console, yeah. just like iPad Pro me? right in the middle. Yeah, it was huge, dude. Like the the, cons- the actual like fucking 
yeah. LCD screen. Yeah, and you can. Nuts. I think in the new models you can bring it up. Yeah, dude, it's it's crazy, man. You know what drives me nuts about like hybrids in those cars? Because my parents have a like a hybrid. Um, is you can't hear them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, silent. It, it's silent. silent. It's like, is this thing on? Like, because uh, I drove my parents like last time I was down there. They're like, oh, do you, you want to drive us to wherever or whatever? Do you want to drive my new car? I was like, yeah, sure. I was like waiting for it to turn on or like waiting for something to happen. I was like, mm-hmm. I press the start button, but nothing's going on. Like, I don't feel an engine going. Yeah. I don't feel. <laughs> and then you push you it know, again and you turn it off. Yeah. Like, so oh. like their hybrid is like at a certain speed, it's just running off electric. But once it gets to like a certain point, like it will, the engine will uh, like turn on, you know? Yeah. And it's like fucking weird, man. And it's like, I don't know if I could do this. I need to hear some exhaust, yeah, right? you know, like Eric, you heard me like down the block. Like, yeah, oh, John's sure. coming, you know, it's like, time to go. <laughs> that was an actual debate in when hybrids first came out and now electric cars is like should we add a noise for right. people yeah. or like another maybe an option you can talk like a wind on, pocket a to like just make noise <laughs> because you could they could like be right behind you on the sidewalk and you wouldn't even know and you would get hit by a car they are powerful too like i made a crack about uh nice car like where do you put the batteries and stuff like to this guy mm-hmm. and he fucking uh when the light went green he fucking gunned it like fucking it goes like zero to whatever quick i heard you can get neck problems from really? accelerating in a tesla because it's just so instant yeah. that yeah. if your head is not back properly you can seriously or like the torque in those things is outrageous yeah, yeah. you know it's it's, it's it's like driving a remote controlled car yeah he wowed know, me. like the gears and those yeah, like each sure. each axle and like i think even like the trucks like you get it to where each wheel has its own gears or in its own motor and like wow. those things are just fucking super quick yeah. super torquey could like theoretically like it could tow anything you put that in like one of those big huge like um semi trucks you know if you make one of those like fully electric I think would probably be able to tow whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, it'd be a know? train at that point. You know, it was a white knuckler, man. It whitened my knuckles until I had to grab onto something when he hit it. I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. <laughs> Ironically, cannot be towed. Really, the electric cars, at least not on its wheels, mm. because the oh, yeah. turning of the wheels mm-hmm. fucks it up somehow. Yeah. You're gonna tell me you built a time machine out of a Tesla? <laughs> I think that would scare the shit out of me too, though, because like Mary's car to me is like super fast because. As everyone knows, in a mini? Uh, the Volkswagen Beetle. Oh. As everyone knows, I drive a Jeep, and that thing goes zero to sixty in about two weeks. It yeah, is crazy. fucking slow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I loved it. I mean, I'm I'm considering it. I love the the fucking Delorean doors. I just got like a huge kick out of. So you think about it like a Tesla? Is I would love to. Yeah, I would love to. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're the price is okay. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. really not that bad. Yeah. And think about drive next around, time you go to the power of love the whole time. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> the power of love. <laughs> Have Trent like holding on to the back with right. the skateboard. <laughs> like, yeah, we're doing it. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Now, well, I uh, I wish you all the luck in the world Thank in finding you. a new vehicle, Thank man. You. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you are you are a hardworking man. You deserve to drive a car that works. I agree. All right, go ahead and hit live now. And we'll okay. start the oh, podcast. We're live. <laughs> anyway, what, what are we drinking today, fellas? Uh, it looks like we're drinking. Some 8% monstrosity super cluster ale and it is super yeah, yeah. i actually got this because of the colors on it it's called uh linguinta's uh super cluster um i haven't had a beer in a while so i was like well i'm gonna get one that i really liked back in the day and i, I like the brand of linguinta's i haven't had this super cluster before but i got it because the package is yellow and purple 
And uh, when I walked up, freaking Thurston called it right out for Kobe. So I just want to have a quick, a quick toast for Kobe Bryant and his daughter and everybody that passed away. The guy was, has always been a huge hero to me. I'm from Southern California, Lakers fan. I was there for the back-to-back-to-back greatest time of my life. Uh, give it up. What a great man and what, what, a lo- what a huge loss to sports entertainment and society. Uh, I think, you know, besides everything that happened. I know like a lot of people like to bring up some, some yeah, stuff. Yeah, but think of all the he wasn't young Bill men Cosby. and women that he... It's all set. He wasn't Bill Cosby, man. Yeah, man. yeah. He, I made, think, he made a mistake. I think he goes out of hero on this one. I oh, think, he give absolutely does, man. Champion. Bink. Cheers. Kobe. Ah. That's good, man. That guy was uh, really an inspiration to a lot of people, man. Yeah. And like, uh, I think the saddest thing, um, like... From like even like he's greatest like one of the greatest of all time basketball mm-hmm. sports sports people of all time right not just basketball but I think like one of the saddest things is like we didn't get to really uh, hear out like he didn't get to finish out like his next dream right yeah. and like I think that guy was gonna really help put women's basketball on the map oh for sure you know he was doing so much for women's basketball I mean he has four daughters yeah or had you know whatever. Uh, he had four daughters, mm-hmm. and you know he was really helping, um, making sure that like they had the same opportunities as he did. Yeah. You know, which was you know, he was a guy you know. that uh, he he did he did right by his fame and stuff yeah. like that, and did the I think the responsible thing, and uh, he got really involved with the community. Bring him, he won an Oscar and shit for that that short film and stuff. Yeah. So he was like a he definitely had a future um, outside of basketball. Um, a lot of sports uh, folks don't really plan for that part. So, it's, yep. yeah. I think, you know, I think the Mamba mentality, you know, like that guy, you know, what's crazy is he was a all world athlete, but it's also a mindset, mm-hmm. you know, that you have to have in to like instill in yourself, like to be great, not just, you know, it takes work. And he was always one of those guys that if you are not trying as hard as me, yeah, like we cannot be teammates, and I think that's For why sure. there was so much rift between him and a lot of his teammates. Because yeah. he's like, "You guys are slacking off. Like, look how hard I'm working. You need to work this hard to become yeah. a champion." You know, but he did that Mamba mentality like throughout like all of his endeavors. You know, like it, it you know. So I, I think I, I was in a, a group chat. I think I described him as the Shawn Michaels of uh, basketball and stuff. Just somebody yeah. that kind of changed the way things work, and uh, yeah. Wasn't wasn't always well received. Yeah, but I think improved the sport for the better. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I was driving r- along uh, the road the other day and I saw Mamba mentality R R I P twenty four. Yeah, you know it's like it it, Damn, it it's affected everywhere. You oh, know, for sure. like he was a worldwide brand in person and stuff. So the one thing that got definitely me tragic was uh, Shaq freaking the big continuous fucking the big Aristotle did an interview and the fucking this huge guy was like. Just dropping tears talking, and that's uh, I was just like, oh my god, oh yeah. Jesus Christ! Yeah. These guys were like freaking, like they were freaking champions. Like as I was coming up as a young man, and like there were there were definitely people that I looked up to, and like almost like superheroes and stuff. It was awesome time to be a Lakers fan in those days. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's, it's interesting is a lot of these um, kids that are playing basketball right now, like didn't get the opportunity to watch Jordan, so they watched Kobe. You know, so like this whole generation is inspired by Kobe. Like, it, like even like whenever I like make a shot, like in the trash cans, like Kobe. You know, like yeah, everyone does that. You know, it's just like that's when you 
in 30 years, adults are going to be like throwing stuff I in a trash that. can and going, I, Kobe. I believe And their that. kids are going to be like, the fuck did yeah. you just say? I yeah. think that's going to carry like, on. Oh, yeah. world champion basketball yep. player Kobe. What happened to that guy? Yep. And then you just do the thousand mile stare. Yeah. It's a. Uh, oh, son. Definitely tragic, man. Yeah. And, yeah. It's so. going to become, it's going to go in the dictionary, probably. Yeah. That's how we should honor him. Put yeah. Kobe in the dictionary as a verb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> should, man. <laughs> to yeet that shit straight think, yeah. into that bucket. Yep. I think that's a, yeah. That's a, we're going to push for that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start bringing that up every episode. You know, we, we should do that. And then uh, we should get a petition going. Mm-hmm. And we'll send it to like the, the Webster's Dictionary places. Yeah. Let's do Hell that. Yeah. Add Kobe that to the dictionary. But yep. make it capitalized. Mm-hmm. Yep. Kobe. 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 And then the example sentence will just be Kobe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just the one word with an exclamation point. Off topic here. Uh, let's say. Um, did it. Did it. Let's say if your name was a verb. It's like uh, for something. Let's say like if somebody were to go John Man. Or if somebody go Thurston. What would that be? What would that person be doing? That would be applicable <laughs> <laughs> to what you do. It would be resting bitch face. Was it? Would it? Yep. You'd be like, John, man. <laughs> God damn it. You are totally John Manning me right now. Oh, that's pretty good, actually. You're I totally agree. Manning I agree. me. That's good. That's a good one. <laughs> resting bitch face. I do that so well, man. Like, you do. Uh, You're like, one of the best. You're one of the best. Like, I, don't, I don't think I realized it until we did the band photos and stuff. And I'm just like, John, how do you do that? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> he has the, he has the about face. Down, I, like all it's my so sad because John Man has a great smile. I don't know oh, why do you oh, want to hide man. it behind that frown, oh. <laughs> that scowl. Like all my coworkers, I don't know if they know any other face except for this. Really? <laughs> yeah, they probably think you're. That's such how you a get dick. work out of them. <laughs> they do, man. Like, and I, I don't talk like too terribly much because, like, uh, I don't need to. But like when I say something, they usually listen. It's like, oh, John Man's talking. I better, I better do what he says. Everybody I, shuts up. And I, I don't want that bitch face to turn into a bitch face with red cheeks. <laughs> How do you talk right. to people at work? Is it, uh, do it's, you ever yell or is it just always just like, it's monotone, monotone stern. Yeah. That's like the Jake, the snake way and shit yeah. like that. Just monotone, yeah. straight faced, you know, Hey, I need you to do this. Jake, the snake had a great Can quote about yelling and stuff and like screaming and stuff like that. That's not real power. Uh, real powerful man is when you can talk like this and people stop and listen. That's power. Yeah, they're like, oh, he's talking. He's feeling control. He's feeling control. That's yeah. why Bane had that voice. We have a, a manager. That My is, sentiments, uh, exactly. That, uh, <laughs> yeah, we have a manager that is a habitual yeller. And it's like, dude, use the fucking radio. Yeah. Like, right. it, it, like this is old to me. Like, you don't scare, like, me. Like, you're, you're like. Bark all day, little exactly. doggy. You're going to bite. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I'm just monotone, resting bitch face. Like, the other day, it's like, John. I would have ran over there. I was like, I don't run for anybody. That's fucking, that's fucking, that's some <laughs> shaft shit right there. You know, like they wanted me to run like way over there. I was yeah, like, I don't run for I don't anybody. Run for right. And also, you don't, <laughs> you don't fucking know my body either. Yeah. <laughs> and I told him that too. You know, I was like, I don't run for anybody. That's dope, dude. And then I look back and went, went, went my way. Right, motherfucker, this ain't, this ain't the army. I'm yeah. not going to go to jail if I don't listen to That's you. A quote. Shut the fuck up. That's going on your tombstone right there. <laughs> run for anybody. <laughs> he didn't run for anybody. It's going to go in your eulogy. Yeah. That John, man. So, Thirsty, what, what would your verb be? Hmm. 
Probably doing something embarrassing. Yeah. Probably. Mm-hmm. Doing it thirsty. I do a lot of embarrassing things, Wait, but I don't get too embarrassed. Like, I was in theater. That's just embarrassing, just 100%. <laughs> just anything you do in theater is embarrassing. But, uh, yeah, either that or kind of the same as Thurston Howell. I don't want to toot my own horn, but I've been doing pretty well lately. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like doing a Thurston was like, oh, you got a couch. Or Ooh, that's you got cool. a, oh, got a, a Thurston. Yeah. Oh. Thurston. But that's Thurston. also contributing to uh, who contributed more to that is Thurston Howell of Gilligan's Island. Yes, yes. Yep. Like that, I think that's what really makes me think of it. Every time I hear so, Thurston, so, so I there, think of Thurston Howell. The Thurston. So, so there's yeah. already kind of like a Thurston like verb out there. Then, yeah, mm-hmm. you're kind of a posh like. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. I can see that. Right that's in my good. yacht. That's oh. good. That's good. Get off my lawn. You probably have like a sweater that's like lightly. Um, Tied over your shoulders oh, with dude. like khaki uh, shorts, boat shoes, and nice claw in hand. Yeah, white fruit, claw. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Grapefruit right? flavor because that's the least when uh, you, sugary. When do you get that? By the way, like I've been working at this a long time trying to be successful. My fucking sweater hasn't come in the mail yet. Is that, isn't that standard <laughs> issue? Do they send that to you, or do you have to go buy that? <laughs> I've never had a sweater myself. Oh, we myself. send it to you. <laughs> I'd probably just resty bitch face that sweater and be like. <laughs> I don't sweater for anybody. I don't sweater for anybody. I don't got time to sweater. <laughs> Eric, what, what? You get that when you get accepted to the country club. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> we have one of those on the uh, podcast. <laughs> oh. Where's your seafoam green club? button up? <laughs> Are you drinking this beer like a proper gentleman? He's not even wearing wicker shoes. Look at him, Nigel. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him with his sneakers. <laughs> Eric, what would your verb be? Oh, I already have one. Oh, yeah. yeah, when somebody, if you pull like a mistake or something like that, fuck something up, I think it's pulling an Eric and stuff. Mm-hmm. Just with my family, though. Like, for an example, let's say you have a, a pitcher of something with a lid on it, and you were to pour it, but like it's so full that the lid pops off as you're doing it and just pours everywhere. <laughs> That's pulling an Eric, probably. Yeah. <laughs> right, awesome. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so my legacy's already sealed. So yeah. sitting yes. into that is being a Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, pulling in Eric. I'm going to start using that, man. Yeah. Right. We but, should start using our... our, our ah, Eric did... There's this one time I pulled a... Th- I pulled a, a, a bottle of paste piccani sauce out of, the, out of the fridge, right? I'm talking to some folks, have people over, and I'm going to go to <laughs> entertain for it, and the lid wasn't on tight enough, so I shook it and it just went <laughs> all over me. That's pulling in Eric. Eric does that kind of stuff sometimes. I don't know. It just happens to you, it right? It happens, yeah. All right. But that's, that keeps people coming back. It does. It might not be a detriment. You can't believe the stupid shit Eric did. Got to come over there. <laughs> Got to go over there more often. Yeah. <laughs> I was laughing my ass off all Motherfucker day. Motherfucker doesn't even have wicker shoes, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> See him walking around barefoot. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's awesome, man. Still waiting on his sweater like a stupid motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that sweater will ever come in the mail for you. Uh, I hope it does one day. I, I think it does. I think it will. It's a wish sweater, so it's mm-hmm. coming from China. It's going to take like a month. <laughs> it's going to have coronavirus all over it. Yeah. Ooh. And then that'll be pulling an air. Relevant. <laughs> Typical Eric. And, you know, since it's coming from China, it'll probably be way too small. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I'll so wear like, it anyway. Dude, yeah. Dude, all the clothes. Okay, so 
Rule number one, don't order clothes on Amazon because it does come from China. And you order a large, it is like Chinese large, which is like fucking extra small in like American standards. You think that's yeah. why it is? Because like the American... Uh, yeah, it's all about averages. Yeah. 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 yeah, you order a it's large, absolutely it's true. like extra small. So for a, for a large, you probably need like a a double XL or something like yeah. that. Yeah, you, you would need their largest size. You would be a monstrous... Fabric. You monstrous need, Chinese. You would person. need them to put two pieces of shirts together and <laughs> sew it together. And, do that. and special you order it. Triple XL plus extra fabric, please. I think honestly, it's just the culture nowadays too. I went to a, a clothing store, um, and I think just like with this whole, uh, I guess it used to be the emo movement. I don't know what it would be now. Um, just like you know, kids wear their clothes a lot tighter nowadays. So, like, if, oh, I, yeah. if I go in for like a, a large or extra large. It seems to be like a lot. T- I mean, I'm probably a lot, just a lot better than I used to be. This might be all in my head, but <laughs> it seems like clothes are a lot tighter than they used oh, to yeah. be. Yeah, compare it to the two early 2000s. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're definitely a different cut. Mm-hmm. The thing you about like the tighter clothes, though, is I think the problem is like even people that shouldn't be wearing tight clothes are wearing tight clothes. Yeah, like, you get that. I mean, like, yeah, I'm all for yoga pants and everything. But there's some people that just don't need to be wearing yoga pants. For all our international fans, you go to any Walmart, and you'll see a lot of people that should not be wearing yoga pants wearing yoga pants. Oh, no. Yeah. Europeans, no. Do they Like, know? if you're wearing a Ferrari shirt, 99% of the time, you you have skinny jeans on, and you're 50 years old. Yeah, it's nice. Well, yeah, I guess, That's yeah. all around Europe. Like, Spain and Portugal, I've never seen so many uh, older gentlemen just... Wearing so much air apostle yeah. and skinny jeans and well, I I actually respect that level of comfortability with your body. Yeah, like I think of, the confidence. Yeah, the European speedo. For for instance, like you go to oh, a yeah, European yeah, beach and yeah, you have like who cares? Yeah, yeah, folks just just hanging, letting that beer gut hang out with European speedos. It's awesome. as long as you feel cool. I think there's a lot a lot more nude beaches in like Europe too. It's like oh yeah, why mm-hmm. even wear a speedo? Yeah, right. Just, just hold, slow me down. Spain, you have to find a beach that specifically says clothing only. Really? That's, oh, really? Yeah, that's not because, the norm. Yeah, the norm is just take your bra off, dude. Just mm-hmm. tan it up. It's like Be clothing naked. optional. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Except specifically posted areas, which is usually for tourists or yeah. young children, I guess. Be too afraid but even that. young children, it's like, yeah, that's a penis, son. Everyone has one. Yeah. Except for that person. Except for that person, I don't know what's going on there. Are there waves out there? Like, point? Do people surf naked? That is not a penis. Sign. I don't that know. Is a fucking I don't. Arm that grown like that would be that dangerous. Guy. Why? Just water. Know. That's true. I don't know. You like, just have to have the ankle bracelet. That'll be the only yeah. thing. Did, did on your you. ball bag spank like that? Just bare, like on a wave, if you were to eat it. Maybe you had some coral. Oh, yeah. Maybe get your Ooh, ball bag yeah. torn on some, some coral. like sea rocks. Yeah. Some rough sea you rocks. You don't want that business. Mm. I can't yeah. imagine sunburn though either. That would be terrible. Oof. I imagine you have to lube up really good. Yeah. And really fast. Yeah. And how, <laughs> here's here's the other thing too. Yeah. How do you lotion that area without becoming aroused? Is that a possibility? Do we have any European fans out there? Like freaking text us in and tell us. Do, do you Yeah, what happens when you get horny at the beach? Do you just let it all just happen. Let do people you use stare. sunblock or do you use suntan lotion on your penis? Because mm-hmm. you got, I mean, it'd be nice to get everything the same color. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. You yeah. know, maybe they don't get aroused because it's so normal. That it's like, oh, there's another pair of tits. Oh, yeah. there's another vagina. I mean, oh, I'm sure they see that it all reminds the time. me, like, 
you probably aren't going to get horny because most of the people that are naked, very much yeah. like the gym, are much older and yes. probably not. Unless you like older women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Dude, I'm waiting like 20 but, years. And then my wife will be perfect. There's older age. women. <laughs> you got you. You've made an investment. Yeah, you've yeah. Done. yeah. There's yeah. older <laughs> women, and then there's eighty year I'm let, old. Women. I'm letting this annuity grow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There yeah. was. We were taking the bus, and the uh, tour guide let us know, like, don't look to the left. And I didn't look to the left, but my mom did. And apparently, there were uh, very large older women all completely naked. There was like four of them walking down the sidewalk next to the beach. Where was this at? Spain. In Spain. Yeah. Spain. If you're going to tell someone not to look at the left, just don't say it because everyone's going to look at the left. Like if someone says <laughs> don't look to the left, I'm going to look to the left. Like, I think I she secretly sorry. wanted yeah. us to see and go like, yeah. oh my God. Like, I'm the indecency. Because it's fun for Americans. You know? Yeah. That, we don't see that here. You get arrested if you're naked yeah. really anywhere. It's kind of a bummer, man. Yeah, I, yeah I mean, actually, it's normal. I have been arrested for being naked somewhere. The line is so weird, too. Like, uh, the fact that it's the nipple that seems to be what's offensive. Yeah, like, you, you can, can show the whole boo, but yeah. if you show some areola, like, get him out of here. He's yeah. indecent. Arguably, I think I get aroused by the the whole boob. Other than I don't think the nipple the really boob? matters to me. Like, I like even like just under boob. I'm just like, wow, like, that's okay, some under boob. Okay. Nice. I like some under boob. Some over boob. Mm-hmm. Some over under boob. Yeah. Here at the John Sandwich Show, we're fans of boobs of all sizes. I predict that one day, right up down, it will be that way in movies where we'll be so progressive that nudity will be nothing. Do you ever think we'll get to the point? Because like women seem to have like a nice grasp on this. I think we'll get to the point where like cock cleavage could be a thing. Like penis cleavage. Like you can wear. Oh, your it pants already is. Down the so low. The V? I'm yeah. not talking about the V. I'm talking about you can see the line, the top line of the penis. Like it's oh, yeah, yeah. There. You think that would be a thing one day? We'd like get, the top of your pubic hair? We'd actually all get so comfortable and just so, like, and this is, I'm talking like Star Trek times where we're just all, like, really just freaking, you know, we're, we're all comfortable fit. and fit and everything's nice and everybody likes it. Can I, why, you think there'll ever be a point in fucking, in humanity's history where cock cleavage could be a thing. Yeah. I, I would so. argue that it has already been a thing. Has it? Somewhere. Ancient times. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, all the yeah. way to I modern times. I get you. I think so. Because it's like there's the V and then the V on your waist goes down to the yeah. cock cleavage. Yeah. Like, I'm talking even lower. I'm oh, talking like, dropping at, those pants down low. Like early 2000s even, I think that was a thing because like Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy, they always wore... They they always like showed off their V's and they were always like standing oh, yeah. like talking she was lower. in an anime. I'm lower. I'm lower. talking the actual penis. <laughs> like they, I'm talking freaking. You can see the the top, yeah. the very top where penis meets body. But you would have to not body. wear underwear too. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. Why wear underwear anyway? Why? Yeah. Jeans you, without you underwear, underwear? Are you crazy? <laughs> Dude, I've been commando I'll since be fucking raw. 1965. <laughs> <laughs> I like to wear my pants more than once. Ever since I saw the movie Commando, it's like, no more underwear. <laughs> <laughs> no more. Does he specifically say that he doesn't wear underwear in <laughs> no. Commando? That'd be no. awesome. I don't need it. I don't need underwear. <laughs> Keep it. He's like, hey, gun, gun, package, grenade, other thing, underwear. No. 
No. <laughs> Keep it. <laughs> Takes the rest and leaves. <laughs> I will not be back for this underwear. These are not the underwear you're looking for. <laughs> Imagine no. Schwarzenegger in a Star Wars. That'd be sweet. Maybe one day it'll happen. He'd just right. be like the biggest badass Sith Lord ever. It'd probably actually make the movie bearable to watch. One, <laughs> one weird uh, anxiety that I have, <laughs> it's so weird too, is that uh, I worry that one day with, like, with all these big franchises out, like freaking all these universes, we're going to run out of actors to play these people. Like how to, can, can it really sustain itself? I think what's Eric, his, you can get new actors. What's his face? Owen Wilson, I think he signed up for the, I just read this morning on Twitter. Loki. Yeah, he signed up for Loki. And I'm like, well, it's kind of sad because, like, now he can't be any other Marvel character. Like, Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. He can't be anyone else. Because now he's part of the universe, and whoever they picked him to be, that's like it. So is he playing a live action or a voice? Uh, live action, I believe. I don't, really? know who, I don't know who he's playing, though. I thought you know he was playing should... Loki. Hmm? Oh, no, no, he's no, in the he's Loki, in Loki show. show. Oh, in Loki. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought they were playing no, he, Loki. He's having sex with Loki. He's in Loki. Yeah, he's oh. inside Loki. Inside yeah. of him. Gotcha. I'm actually excited for that show. Uh, Mandalor- Mandalorian really got me jazzed for these Disney Plus shows. So I'm really interested to see what they do. Are yeah. they bringing back Tom Hiddleston or whatever his yeah. name is? Yeah, he's yeah. still Loki. That's cool. He would not turn down that. That's like the only work he gets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no shit. But hey, he was in Skull Island, man. Oh, I was oh say yeah. That. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. For like eight seconds. That should be interesting. I don't know. Are, are you like Marvel fatigued, though? Like, I kind of am. I'm yeah. Glad. I, I'm definitely glad. I blew it, my load at Endgame. I'm yeah. glad that I went and did that whole journey, but it's like now. I'm not really excited for what they have coming up really too much. Nah. I'm over it. Like, Everything happens. Like I'm good. Like the the story's over for me. It happened. Like no more. Yeah. I'm interested in some of the like they're starting to be a little more experimental with like what if and Doctor Strange Two, which well, is supposed I was to be really a little more thriller. It's supposed to be like a horror movie, but then they let the director go over creative differences. So who knows if that's even gonna be that mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. What they should do with what if is have an episode slash movie where in an alternate dimension all of the superhero cast has been mixed up. Mm-hmm. So, like, Black Widow is Captain America, and Captain America is, like, Ant-Man. That'd be sweet. That's interesting. And, like, Steve Rogers is still skinny or something. <laughs> but he's still, like... He's still that. That'd be fun. Deadpool 3 has been greenlit. Sounds yeah. like they're still going to go R with the whole Disney thing. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's that, promising. That is good. I'm, I'm glad that you know these properties that Disney collected are still gonna, you know, kind of ring true to what they were. Yeah. You know, that would suck to have like a PG Deadpool. I was like, yeah. Honestly, I think they deserve all our benefit of the doubt, and I think like probably they have a good firm grasp on it. So I think I trust them. With these. Well, yeah. Well, well I like they're what they're doing that. is that yeah, like that. they're moving like their mature audience shows to like Fox. You know, yeah, so it'll be Fox Which, Productions or you know, did you hear about the name change? Yeah, they it dropped is now Twenty First Century Studios. Yeah, they dropped huh? the Fox. Yeah. Did they? Which I sounds pretty good. Yeah, yeah. or Twentieth Century Studios. Did I say yeah. that? Yeah. Or did I say Twenty First? Twenty First. It's Twentieth Century Studios because it used to be Twentieth Century Fox, right? Yeah, because Twentieth Century and Fox merged at some point. Yep. Yeah. So they're just dropping the Fox. Yeah, they're going back to Twentieth Century, which was in itself absorbed by Fox. Yeah, so. I have a funny Eric story too, where I uh, I watched an episode of this TV show, and then I saw um, the logo was 21st Century Fox, 
And then I went out mm-hmm. with my friends and I was like, Oh my God, I just saw this show and it's, I, they changed the name to 21st century Fox. Isn't that crazy? It's before like, uh, the heavy internet days. And then they're like, Eric, you're watching Futurama, man. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a joke, yeah, dude. It a joke. Oh, I'm like, oh, Eric, <laughs> Eric. <laughs> There's Eric doing Eric things again. Eric jump shot. Oh man. So you watched Picard, huh? I did. How do you like it? Do you think about Picard? Uh, the first episode was a little fast paced like so many stories going on at once and like trying to fill everybody in on what's actually going on mm-hmm. you know um i thought it was good and yeah. i think the the second episode was slow good story building um but it's it's good it's yeah. just it's taking a little bit of time to get to get the story going yeah. you know like it's definitely setting up like big picture shit going on um, and pretty much everything you've seen in the trailers hasn't happened yet. Like we haven't seen like any major character reveals, um, oh. like at all yet. So, I mean, it's great. Like I really like it and it's, it feels like it's still, it feels like Picard being Picard, you know, and doing Picard things. Yeah. So, um, so far it's good. Um, my only problem is I can't fucking binge it, which yeah, kind of pisses me off. Horrible. Oh yeah. Like how wait, long are the episodes? Uh, they're like 45 minutes. Yeah. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. So. It sucks when they're like twenty one minutes, like Mandalorian. Like you barely get into it, and then yeah. it's over. Yeah, oh yeah, and you just want more. I've seen one and a half episodes so far. Uh, I'm into it so far. Yeah. I think yeah, I like it. Um, uh, I don't know what to expect. I'm still waiting for Riker to show up, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, there. yeah. There's like no character reveals yet. Yeah. Um, I think it's really good. I just you know you know I just want more. Like I'm used to binging, so it's really hard for me just to go. You know, when do they episodically Thursdays? Thursdays. Yeah. My favorite part so far is um, number one, the dog. That's yeah, my favorite part of the whole show. No, he's so actually far. a rescue. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, that's right. I think Marsh I saw. Pitbull. I saw him on a talk show. He's talking about it. The dog. Yeah. 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 yeah so I guess pork, there was pork. actually like a lot more scenes with the dog in there, but they couldn't like get the right shot because he's a rescue. He's not a trained actor or yeah. anything. Patrick Stewart <laughs> actually specifically asked for a dog to be put in the show. And that would be a pit bull because in his older age, he has developed an infinity for the pit bull. Uh, yeah. Yes. Well, yeah, he rescues like all of his dogs. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, do you follow him on Instagram? Yeah. Like so, all those dogs are like rescues. Yeah. And stuff, I think you know? he, I think he fosters too. Yeah. He fostered and then he ended up keeping one. I think yeah. so. He has his own pit bull. Around and stuff. Salt of the earth. Yeah. Salt man. Earth. Great guy. Yeah. That's awesome. So they're awesome. just laying the groundwork so far, and they're trying out yeah. things, see what works, I'm yep. sure. So far, we have seen data and flashbacks. Yep. That's one thing that was a little confusing in the first episode is um, the way they shot it. They didn't really give you, like, of course, like, data just showing up, like, at a, um, like, in the middle of the vineyard. Of yeah. course, it's oh, a flashback. Oh, it's like a Tyler Durden type yeah, of thing. Painting. Yeah, Yeah, so, like the flashbacks they did there was no cinematography sh- like telling you that this was a flashback yeah. it was just very i believe the first the opening shot of that was a flashback to them playing chess right yeah a flashback or or like a memory or yeah. like a dream or whatever yeah you know His so, guilt. so yeah so that was a, it wasn't confusing but like there was since there were so many type flashback type things you it kind of almost got you lost on like okay what's actually happening in yeah. the story you know so I think I read an article about uh, the 
synthetic attack on Mars. Is that mm-hmm. a uh, discovery thing or no? No. So, so what's interesting about this whole story is it's the first time since Voyager that the story's progressed. Okay. Further into the timeline. So, oh, where does Discovery land? Oh, because, yeah, you have young Spock on Discovery. So, yeah. that's a little why. Okay. Yeah. Discovery is before Kirk. Okay. Um, so, yeah, this is the first time since Voyager that we're progressing the story further. So, mm-hmm. like, this is kind of like new territory. The only thing, how do you feel about kind of setting up Starfleet as the villain in all this? Uh, What's your thoughts on that? You know, it's very interesting. Um, as far I, as we know. As far as we know. Like, well, they're, they're, so they're, they're definitely setting up villains within Starfleet as well. Yeah. Um, you know, I what I like about it is... Do you think that's just a sign of the times and people I think so. faith? And, exactly. Yeah. That's what I think it is because, you know, like after the supernova, people were forced to interact with the Romulans. Mm-hmm. Um, they were forced to, like be brother and sister pretty much with their mortal en- enemy and a lot of people in starfleet included didn't accept that so when the time came to where like we're either doing this for us or this for them and they cut off them because they're a mortal enemy and then like that's where picard pretty much said that's not starfleet anymore we like we are about the lives of people not romulan lives lives mm-hmm. you all know lives. all lives so i think in this this spot this in history for uh, like the federation they're kind of losing touch on what's going on you know and i think it's an interesting aspect to be quite honest you know it's yeah. like maybe it's not the utopia that everyone thought it was because you know yeah. human emotions are starting to get in the way of and maybe um human emotions and um what you think is best for everybody else is starting to kind of get in the way of the original mission. So you don't feel like it's like a cynical move or anything like that you're, are you like all in for it or you think that it should be more Star Trek pure where we do live in this? No, I'm all for it, man, because you know, like humans and we are not perfect. uh Like we will never live in a perfect world. There's always going to be bad apples out there. So in a world to where maybe Starfleet has gone away from its, its mission statement, you know, that's totally realistic, you know? And, and it could happen. And maybe yeah. at the end of the show, they'll be better for it. We'll yeah, see. exactly. Yeah. yeah, we don't and know. Star but, Trek has never been just like a sci-fi, not really meaning anything. Yeah. Anyway, it's always meant something. Yeah. About the times, just with anything, really. So they haven't given us much yet. So the show starts out with Picard. He's on his vineyard with his dog. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, we are introduced to this lady who ends up being uh, spoilers synthetic of some type. Yep who might even be some kind of offshoot of data. Yeah. Yeah, it's from what we're hearing. I think there's like a painting. Uh, he might be like a, like a, the closest you can get to an actual data's daughter type. Yep, thing. yep. Uh, somewhere along the line after, um, uh, God, what was the last movie? Nemesis. Nemesis. Um, I think maybe while that was happening, that's when the attack on Mars happened. Yep, like it was like 15 years uh, the attack on Mars was 15 years before the current events are going on right now. Okay. So in 2009, when J.J. Abrams, um, his universe started, mm-hmm. so it kind of coincides with that. So the J.J. Abrams universe, the supernova on Romulus, made the Kelvin timeline. Or the... Yeah. Kelvin? Kelvin, yeah. Yeah, Kelvin timeline. So... Which is really cool to explain, like, okay, so these two periods of Star Trek, they actually do exist, you know, 
but he is living in the prime timeline and so it's after the supernova i think so it's and it's 15 years before like the show right now okay so data is an android or a synthetic i don't know a droid i don't know what what's the vernacular for star trek he's an android android yeah so he's an android um somewhere after the events of the last movie um the androids kind of had a, an uprising. We don't know why yet. They showed a clip of Ooh. it on this recent episode. So they're calling them like synths. They're synths, not like, yeah. So uh, Data was like the only sentient android being. Okay, so that's what it is. Yeah. Like, so are there... So um, these guys, these synths are purely made to do work. They're pretty yeah. much like okay. robots. So are we probably pointing down the line where they were reprogrammed somewhere along the way? Sounds like it, like somewhere in something, like in their subroutines, maybe they became sentient or yeah. something happened that made them, you know, destroy what yeah. we're, you know. So I guess when they build these, they build them in pairs. So this girl, spoiler alert, yeah. she ends up dying in the first episode. Yep. Find out she has a sister, a duplicate, yep. who appears to be on a Borg. Borg sure. cube, yeah. yeah. It's a, they're calling it an artifact because it's not, um, it's not active. It's not active. So it's a it's dormant like, and it kind of sounds like the Romulans are the one that the Romulans are the ones working on it. Okay. So there's something fishy going on there. Yeah. It kind of sounds like maybe they're trying to reverse engineer the technology. Like no one, like we're not that far into it. It's all compelling story, but it's yeah. just, I, it's not there yet. It's not there. It's not there you know? yet. They haven't really given us much, Yeah. but Picard's interest is piqued by this person that he met. Sounds like he's off to find the, the duplicate. So so did you finish watching the second half? I haven't. Yet. Okay, so I'm not going to say more. There's more to the story, which I guess I can't talk about right now. Cause I was did. watching them. Uh, I was watching it. Emily fell asleep, and I was like, well, instead of just rewatching this tomorrow, I'll just turn it off and yeah. start it over. Yeah. So it's it's definitely good, and the, the pieces are starting to be put in place. It's just the episodes are not long enough. They so, need to be like two-hour episodes. So you have a, definitely a positive view on this yes absolutely man like i think it's great compelling story um i love seeing picard uh i just i just need more like i wish i could binge it like that's yeah. the only thing i could say like i i wish i could binge it and because i haven't watched an episodic like weekly you know thing for a long time mm -hmm. you know and the only reason i'm doing picard instead of waiting until it's done is because like i do not want to be spoiled yeah you know, like Mandalorian, I could get a little spoiled, and I'll, like, I'll watch it all at once. Here's you know? yeah, 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 whatever. And I, I do that with, like, most <laughs> most TV shows. Like, I'll still watch it. I'll try not to get spoiled. But, like, Picard is one of those things I do not want to be spoiled on, so I'm going to sure. watch it that day. You but you're all in. You're I, I am all in, man. I wait until next Thursday. So, so we, that's an official. I'm in, too. Uh, Thurston hasn't seen it yet. I'm sure if he did watch it, he'd probably be in. It's an official recommendation from Ooh. The Sandwich. Absolutely. Check it out. That is a... Oh, hold on. We, we got to think of John Man uh, Review. John Man Review. John Man says, make John Man so. gives it one, make it so. John yeah, Man so. Taste Test. <laughs> yep. While we're up in the stars, uh, recent development has happened where the original script for one of the Star Trek films was released. It's called Star uh, Trek or Star Wars? Star Wars. called Duel of Fates. Um, that actually ended up being better than the actual product that they put out. From what I've heard, I haven't read the script yet. Uh, we were talking about it amongst ourselves and Thurston says he has kind of cracked the code and figured oh, out yeah, the theory yeah, yeah, yeah. behind why this happened. I so think it's, it's Colin Trevor Moore was the Trevor Moore. Is that his name? Something Trevor. Yeah. Colin Trevor's, 
Uh, he was there with his, uh, he's already received his sweater in the mail. So he's there. He had a sweater around him yeah. and he wrote the script. Uh, from all accounts I'm hearing, it is fantastic. Why did he leave the project? Why did we get what we get? Okay. What is happening here, Thurston? So this is pure speculation. Okay. I just thought, uh, this is conspiracy theory time. Yes. Yeah, conspiracy theory. Who knows? Okay. Um, but what I think happened is in this uh, script, you have John Boyega who plays Finn. Mm-hmm. Um, this is how it was explained online is he builds up a resistance himself and has a much clearer uh, role in the second film and not just screaming out Ray and everything yeah. like that. Ray! Ray! So... I was trained to do one thing. Yeah, he was trained to do one yes. thing, but you never see his character yeah. actually expose do that himself. One thing. <laughs> yeah, you never see him do that one thing. I was trained from birth to be a soldier yeah. of fortune, yes. and now I'm just this happy-go-lucky guy. But in the original script, apparently he's this badass who builds up uh, resistance and stuff like that, and you notice... Uh, Star Wars is all about the resistance and yeah. uh, like fighting back against your your governing body. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all. That's rebellion. what it's always been. It's all about rebellion. Yeah, yeah. rebellion. Um, and in all the other ones, rebellion was good and was like kind of a okay. But uh, in in this one, it's it is all about the rebellion, but they never show any actually rebellious thing. It's just one side fighting another side. And uh, what I think happened is this director wrote his script and submitted it to all of the, uh, you know, the executives. Mm -hmm. And I think they denied him on either them or uh, the CCP reviewers in China denied them because... Uh, in China, yeah, obviously, you can't put out stuff about rebellion and yeah. shit like that in China. They don't want that. They yeah. want to control everything. And in Which China, in you actually have to uh, pass this panel of people who are just literally a handful of people that will say, like, okay, you may sell this movie in our country. Uh, I think when they did the review process, sent them the script and everything, they said, no, absolutely not. We're not going to encourage rebellion. We're not going to show our people how to, like, how to gain followers and protest and stuff. No, we're not going to have any of Which, that. Which, if I can cut in real quick, I yeah. read an article about this. Um, a couple directors who have refused to change any of their stuff, like after the fact to appease China... Yeah, uh, Chris Nolan, Quentin mm-hmm. Tarantino. Therefore, their movies weren't shown in China. I just yeah. think that's very heroic. That's all well, that absolutely, and their movies they were probably way better yeah. too. I mean, they threw away a billion dollars, and that's yeah. why they, that's why these companies are doing that. They don't want to yeah. throw away a billion dollars. There's a, for sure, over a billion people well, over there. In hindsight, I mean, they got to feel stupid because Star Wars movies in general do not do very well. No, the China. new one <laughs> didn't do very well because it was just this like watered down thing. Yeah. So after they told Trevor or whatever, 
like, no, sorry, we can't do that. You're going to have to make it less rebellious. And yep. of course he said, no, fuck you. So they let him go. And then uh, this is where it kind of gets a little slightly juicy is uh, do it. Get they it were thinking, okay, who this is Thurston's juicy point. Uh, I'm speculating, of course. Uh, they're thinking, all right, what's a director Everybody get that would, that we could put on paper that the Chinese government would be like, yes, yes, okay. Uh, you, uh, They come to Ryan Johnson, and they're like, yes, yes, yes. I like Ryan Johnson. Did you ever see Looper? Uh, yeah. What's the main focus of Looper? <laughs> Besides time travel. Is fucking China. Is it? John Goodman in the beginning tells... Uh, John Goodman's young, in that movie? Yeah, he's the bad guy. I forgot. Uh, he tells young uh, Bruce Willis, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, to go to China. Oh, that's right. It's going to be the greatest country in the world in like Ooh, 10 years. That's right. Go to China. It's amazing. It's fucking perfect. So what does he do? He actually does go to China. He lives this lavish life as a yeah. rich motherfucker. He marries, falls in love and marries a Chinese woman and lives in China for the rest of his life and loves China with all his heart. Mm-hmm. And Ooh. says that constantly in the film. That makes a lot of sense, man. And I think that's why China. they chose Ryan Johnson because he was a he name that some. they knew, and they're yeah. like, "Oh, I love him. He yeah. made China look so great." So they got him. Uh, Disney was like, "Ryan, you're in." And of course, Ryan not uh, directed so much and not super in the spotlight. He was like, "Fuck yeah, yeah. absolutely." Star Wars. So. <laughs> So Disney and all of them, like, give him all their assets, like, all the stuff that was already animated, all the scripts that they bought, that they bought out and trademarked and shit, and they were like, make it work, Mm -hmm. but don't piss the big wig off. Don't piss off the Reds. We need that billion dollars. So Mm. he just spliced it together over a few months, you know, the script and everything, and then reused a lot of the assets, because I don't believe... That the guy who made Knives Out a compelling, interesting story would make, like, Luke die like that. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. or, like, have that Hoth-like place that was, like, a creme brulee of red and shit. Yeah. And, like, the walkers and shit. I think that was already made for the previous movie, but they didn't want to waste those millions of dollars they spent doing that. So yeah. he just... Interesting. They just got him to Frankenstein all that. Dude, you really fucking you cracks him. You should write an article about that. It's like a blog. Yeah, that's a blog in itself right there. Well, you know, if I had the website going, you could write a big blog about it. Yeah, that's really good, dude. I really like that. Makes a lot of sense. Thanks. I was hoping so. (laughs) One of these these days, guys, we will have a website where you can read John Thurston's blog. Yes. Yeah. We'll call it it Thirsty's Thoughts. Thirsty's Thoughts. And then uh, (laughs) Eric's blog. And I I don't write. <laughs> so, John Man, I'm two illiterate. things you know about John Man: he doesn't write and he doesn't run for anybody. <laughs> I don't write for anybody. You guys should help me with the website. We will. Yeah, yeah, we, we could do that. Yeah. That's the next step. Since people are starting to listen, maybe we can start working on that yeah. website. Now. Should, you know. Yeah, but, what uh, we can do is put out a censored, like, uh, monetizable version on YouTube. Yeah, and then say, "Hey, you go to our website, you get the full uncensored, right. where we say fuck." I was just thinking it was so dope just about these directors and stuff that were given these notes and that you need to change this stuff and they didn't do it. So now they've 
But like, I guess you got to give it to the company too that stood behind them and said, "Okay, we're not going to change your work, and uh, yeah. we're just not going to be able to sell this movie in China." That's like it's pretty ballsy. Well, you know, but, like it, it is ballsy. What's mm-hmm. crazy is like that just goes to show like the American uh, movie industry versus the Chinese movie industry. Yeah. Like Terminator, like the last one, not the Dark Fate, but Genesis yeah. did fucking well in China. Yeah. Like very well, and like look at like Endgame. Yeah. Like, why do you think it's a billion dollar company? Yeah. And that's what makes Dark Knight, like, being so far up there, what well, was like number two or number three. Well, Dark Knight was one of the ones that weren't shown in China. Yeah, exactly. That's what makes that, like, their movie, rec- like, gross records yeah. so much more impressive. It actually makes sense. Yeah, because, because it's the only Western country. They have yeah. that whole China subplot where the lawyer, he goes to hide in China, not showing China in a favorable light. Yeah, yep. not in a favorable light. So they light. probably wanted him to cut that whole scene out, but you need that to set up the. Uh, the, uh, the rest of the, yeah. like the third yeah. act, the yeah. whole third act. Yeah. yeah, it's all about him um, using or incorporating this uh, this spy technology to like use cell phones to spy on yeah. people, yeah. and then he rejects it. I mean, you cut that scene out, you have to cut that whole subplot out. Yeah, yeah. you know, thirsty, you're on something, man. Yeah, I think you fucking cheers. Jesus, crack the code. Yeah. Thirsty's thoughts, man. Thirsty's thoughts. I was meditating on it. It's happening. Yeah, dude, rewatch Looper and tell me how. How Chinese oriented it is! Yeah. <laughs> it is all about it. Oh, you know, I mean, yeah, but, uh, they are a huge market, man. And you, if the majority of your viewers or listeners are from one country, you have to appease those people. You yeah, know, you really have to. And uh, there's nothing wrong with it. I guess here in like the Western states, you'd, you'd want a little bit more. But you know, like if Americans aren't watching movies, well, you're going to appease the people that are watching movies. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's just. If there, there's there's nothing wrong with it. Yes, it pisses the people that actually do watch movies off. But you know what? Maybe if the American people would watch more movies and get more into it, that they would have like their versions of what they think. And that's why I like TV shows because TV shows are not or like series. Not usually worldwide. They're not usually worldwide, so you get more of like the fan like not fan service but like the stories that you feel are like the most compelling. Yeah, well, that I, community, that know, culture exactly. feels better about. I get it. Like as far as um, you want to appease and reach the biggest audience you can possible. But I mean, as just in terms of art and if you're a director or a writer, just any kind of creator right there, as soon as you are told um, that you need to change something to appease a certain audience, I mean, that's bottom line. That is censorship and stuff. You know, oh, it is. It yeah. is. Trying to alter your original vision of what you wanted to put out. Oh, there. it absolutely is censorship. But you know what? Once when, you start doing that, does it, is but, it still art after that? There's but, no. Okay, so that's why there's indie films, man. If you really like, if you really wanted to make that movie like Christopher Nolan or anybody else, you would push for it. That well, I would argue, yeah, you get notes you know, back and stuff. So arguably, it it is making a big movie like that, regardless, is a studio project. Like, yeah, you is. get notes like, back telling you to change this like, and that. Disney yeah, there's owns notes, it anyway. Disney owns it anyway. Like, like they could tell you what to do, whatever the fuck. If it was like your original IP, and they're do, doing that, it's like, no, I'm gonna go to someone else that's gonna like, yeah, like actually work. For sure. And do my project, you know, but th- this isn't original stuff. And that's why you always hear about yeah. freaking, uh, you know, um, the creative differences and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, you have to have a line somewhere. I think mm-hmm. if you're an artist of any kind. Yeah. Just so your art retains its art form. Right. Because Not there's a- notes <laughs> like, OK, like that seems a little excessive. John Boyega cutting the throat of some like general. OK, but. Like, okay, we're going to complete, we need to completely remove all aspect of the rebellion. Yeah. 
even though they're called the rebellion and they scream out damn rebels we and i just thought like in the last jedi the rebels get fucking stomped yeah. and destroyed yes how china is that <laughs> it's true conspiracy it's like yes it's about rebels but the rebels fucking lose yeah, yeah. And then in this next one, well, crazy. there's not a sing in the new one. There's not a single rebel in that whole thing. It's all just Jedi. You know what's That's crazy? True. Just to, they just, dropped the whole thing. Just That's to put true. more conspiracy in your conspiracy theory, like look what is going on in China right now, actually in Hong Kong with like all yeah. the riots and stuff. They're so not going to risk it. Yeah, yeah. they probably well, were sniffing that out yeah. while that movie came out just two years throw, ago. Yeah. They probably thought like, okay, shit's going to start boiling over if we keep letting this They don't happen. need to throw in your rebellion talk. They're like, we'd rather have the lighthouse or Antichrist play here than Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anything that says like, yeah, stand up to those big bullies. They're going well, to tell you, you know, to fuck like, off. Like right now, they're trying to overthrow like what they got going on right now and like, you know, like it, there's a big people movement over there in China right now. Shit, we're probably you know? not too far off here. Right now. Yeah, it might not be. Man. China is an amazing country. It is. It just saved us from the Gestapo. Nice, thank you. We the love Chinese China. Gestapo. Actually, we have a glorious uh, nation. We're starting to have a great worldwide audience. So, like, freaking, if there's anything you want us to censure and not talk about, feel free to let us know, and we'll discuss like- it. You can easily have just over here. Yeah. Cuts. <laughs> huge sellouts. Well, you know, the thing is, man, like people, um, there's people involved. And I, I think in any type of rebellion, like there's a reason behind it, whether like the government is not, it's not like they're not giving the people what they want, but like, they're, like once you've been held back so long and so hard, like, you, oh yeah, you, you've got to take a stance on something. You know, yeah, it takes a lot of work to control or keep a billion people from eating each other. Exactly. You know, like it takes a lot. And I understand that. Like to have a country that big and to get them all doing the same thing and working towards the same thing. Yeah, you might need a bit of authoritarian government. Yeah. It's like that just puts into perspective, though, how hugely lucky we are to be able mm-hmm. to speak our minds about certain things. Absolutely, man. Like we, they, they censor everything over there and the, they want their people to be so naive about world events. It's fucking crazy. And it works. You know, it does work there, you know, but they yeah. keep building to a more modern society, you know, like eventually man, uh, uh, you can't hold back people for that long. You know, yeah, eventually, eventually people gonna are going to leak out, man. People are going to figure out the truth of what's going on. Like uprisings are gonna fucking happen, yeah, you know. They already like, have, you know? like I, I guess that's the problem having like a solely economy based country. Like their whole purpose in life is to live to work. You know, when you have an economy based country like that, yeah. You know, like. People, and all industry it, that yeah people are gonna back away like work. like you know like i i kind of hope like that would be nice if like every single factory worker like protested and like our economy goes to shit everyone's economy goes to shit that way we could figure out our own way of doing things again yeah that's know? not attached to some product exactly man like figure out our own ways you know of like doing things mm-hmm. you know like i miss the days like when cash meant something or when like your services meant something um Cash is actually a thing of the past these days. Yeah, you know, like you can't go to a car dealership and be like, "Hey, 
I'll buy that car for $10,000 under value for cash. Those guys would be like, man, you're going to get a loan and that bank is going to pay me cash. Yeah. We want your interest, motherfucker. We yeah. don't want your cash. Yeah, we want all you that know? on those contracts on you. Yeah. Exactly. We want fucking, yeah. Your Quick and dirty, no yeah. thing. Exactly. Your money doesn't mean shit anymore. Like, they're, like our, I don't know, it, it, it's fucking frustrating because, like, we put a dollar on fucking everything. You know? And. Yeah, I get what you mean with the whole car thing. Like, they do would rather have you in a contract, in a loan, yeah. connected yeah. to the bank, and then if you don't pay that, we just take it back. Let's get you on a third I have another plan. One. I want that interest, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of how, like, the recession happened. Just uh, real estate moguls saying, like, oh, yeah, you make thirty five grand a year? You could afford a house. Yeah, you and then at some point, house, yeah. 10 years along the line, million, like, or, like, 500,000 people can't afford to live in their house anymore because yeah. that's when the interest hit. And well, you the interest have a and the payments fuckload and of people. Well, it happened to me, man. Anything. Like, that 2008 thing happened to me, man. I bought a house in, like, yeah. 2007, 2008. Like, I, I didn't own it, but I bought a house. Like, here's two fucking 20, 21-year-old couple. Not, like, making, I guess, decent money for the area. Mm-hmm. Let's give them a house they definitely cannot afford. Yeah. You know, it, like, the house payment that we had was, like, fucking 70 or, like, 60... 60% of our, like, monthly wages, mm-hmm. if not a little bit more. I don't remember. It's, it was, like, fucking 11, 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, like, how like how in any space of mind can you morally give these two people that are in the beginning of their careers that much money mm-hmm. of a loan yeah. and expect them to pay it back? It's handcuffs, man. It's you know? Yeah. yeah, and if you don't, even better for them because now they have the house. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Now they have the house and the money. Yeah. Exactly. They have and the house, the fucking money. Thieves. Yeah. You're left with your fucking credit wrecked and fucking, yeah, picking up the pieces and shit. Yeah, so. it was fucking terrible, man. Like, that's. Point yeah. is, don't trust anyone in a suit. The audience. point is rebellion. That's what we're talking about right yeah. now. Yeah, rebellion. rebellion, man. The rebels. Don't run for anybody. Rebel you know? base. I'm going to make a t shirt. Don't run for anybody. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be, be just John Mann in the crow outfit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't run for anybody. I don't run for anybody. Can no. I talk about something real sweet real quick? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, it reminded me when we were talking about uh, number one on the Picard show. Uh, I have a dog that I love more than life itself. Yeah. Uh, little Zelda. Um, she is a Frenchie. Um, she's beautiful, but she's getting up there in age. Like, uh, I, I met her, uh, probably during the halfway point of her life. So now she's like starting to get up there and we've had a couple health scares with her mm-hmm. and it is like just totally just wrecked Emily to, to her core, my girlfriend. Um, like what's going to happen? Like this is, I think, uh, my, my friend, I have a friend, Matt, that put it to me best one time, uh, Buying a pet is pretty much investing in a future tragedy one day. That's what it is. <laughs> a little bit, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's tough. You're because uh, you know you only get the small uh, compared to your lifespan. You get the small window with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like bothered me about like for since we had this health scare and we got what through kind of health it, scare was it? Um, she one day she just started to have uh, swelling above her eye, and it got so big that like, she was like a Quasimodo type 
creature. Oh, yeah. Like it was, her yeah. head was like misshapen. Uh, we took her into the vet. Um, the vet right away said it was a tumor. Um, but like, uh, they were scared to operate on it. Uh, because like, uh, if they were to cut into it, it could go like into her bloodstream and it just spread everywhere and she'll mm-hmm. die. So Emily's like free. Emily's like already writing her eulogy and shit. All right. Like before well, they even tested uh-huh. anything. So they go in there, like they do a biopsy and stuff. Um, we're just like waiting. And then while we're waiting these weeks to find out what's going on, it's the swelling starts going down and to the, uh, they, the biopsy comes back. It's clean. Mm-hmm. It seemed to be just an infection. Like, uh, this is all the vet, by the way, we took him yeah. to the vet. The vet is the one that put all this horror into our heads. Like we're in what a fucking it, asshole. Right? What like, an asshole. I think a doctor could understand like, okay, this is a gooey like pus ball yeah. and she versus a, this is a tough tumor. Tumors yeah. are completely different feeling wise. Yeah. And as a doctor, you have authority. So like, we're going to believe what you're saying. What, a fucking so, asshole. Yeah, what an asshole, right? Mm-hmm. So she just put all, oh, she answer. fucking ru- wrecked our lives for like three weeks just wow. by saying all this stuff. And it ended up being nothing. That's like going like. Kind of feel like I have gallstones, right? Like, and it goes, oh, prostate cancer. Yeah, it's like it's like going to WebMD, going to the doctor, and like you're just going, you're getting like Web WebMD results back and stuff. Because <laughs> like you go in there, I have a headache. Go to WebMD, you have fucking cancer. That's, That's like is. a Doctor Hibbard thing, right? Like, oh, it could be cancer. <laughs> uh, that definitely sucks. Man. They go through that emotion. Yeah, so, that's a roller coaster. But it made me wonder. And then the other day, I was watching. Um, I was watching an interview. I think uh, Jeff Goldblum was on Conan O'Brien. He's talking about his Jeff Goldblum uh, television uh, show. The yeah, wife. television show. Yeah, where he goes and does different things. And they showed a clip of it. I ended up watching the episode. One thing that this uh, one guy did was that he cremated his dog. And then they turned uh, what was left into a diamond. Ooh. And... I think that's the answer for because like Emily's like really into jewelry and stuff and she was like totally into it. I think that's what we're doing for little Zelda when she passes. Sounds like just such a beautiful thing to do. It does, man. Then compress them into a diamond, put it into a ring, and she can carry Zelda around with her. I'm I'm already I'm getting emotional right now. I was talking about mm-hmm. I don't want to lose this dog. <laughs> that's all yeah. I'm saying. I've been feeling that way with my cat because he just he keeps shedding fur and like he has a cut on his face from yeah. like always scratching and he just just today opened up his scab and I'm like, Oh really? Damn. I can't, I do not want to see you like old where I'm like constantly worrying about this. Well, we, we bought our, got a, a platform that way the dog can get on the bed easier. Mm-hmm. Like a stair. Yeah. It's at, like, it used to be able to just jump on the bed. No problem. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's a lot harder nowadays. It's just tough. Freaking life is tough. everyone. So I don't want to like, Diminish your guys' stories or at all because it's all very. I know. The, the reason why I've been upset lately is Odie has aggressive bone cancer. Really? So yeah. I noticed our last episode, you were not no. the regular John man that I no. know. No. Yeah, something was wrong. Yep. But we didn't talk about it. Yep. So if you, if you want to feel free to talk about it now. Well, it was kind of like the same situation that you went through. Um, so we went Have to you our got a second opinion or anything. Second and third. Jeez. <laughs> um, so we went to our first vet. So our normal um, doctor moved to a different vet, right? Uh, moved moved to a different building or not yeah. building, but a whole different like um, 
place or whatever, right? Yeah, she got yeah. went to a new office. Yeah. She went to a new office. Yeah. So we were like, well, Odie's really uh, into like like he's been there for like eight years. So we'll just take him there. And um, we were taking him in because we were going to board him in March because we have to go to my grandpa's funeral. Um, so they just needed to get him some vaccines, and like he had a he had a limp, so. We wanted him to check out the limp too, and the and the, like the doctor was like, oh, like if it gets worse, just like I didn't really care for the doctor too much. Um, if it gets worse, just just come back, whatever, you know, kind of yeah. just like brush it off, and like it got worse, like to where like he was falling on his face because he couldn't walk. Jesus. Um, so we went to and I fucking Facebook stalked my old vet. Um, and and we booked an appointment to go to like where she's at now. She wasn't available, but we saw this other guy, and he's like, you know, I'm concerned about, you know, his elbow and his foot. We're going to take some x-rays. And this was, uh, let's see, three weeks ago, mm-hmm. I think, three weeks ago. And he took some x-rays. Uh, we were waiting, whatever, and he comes back, and he's like, he has, um, from the x-rays, he said, it's not definitive. Like, some type, it's like a sarcoma, right? He's like... Mm-hmm. He laid it down thick. Like, I am super sure that Odie has this type of sarcoma, right? Which is very aggressive bone cancer. Like, and like he gave us the options. Like, the options are like amputation mm-hmm. and like this stuff. So like, we can't amputate Odie. Like, he could barely yeah. walk on fucking four legs. Like, yeah. three legs. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's 12 years old. He can't go through the rehab process and all this stuff. We're fucking heartbroken. Um, and he's like, well, you should really go see a, like an oncologist. You know, here's the recommended places to go. So we went to one of the places to go see a specialist and she looked at the x-rays and she was all like, you know, I really don't think this is like cancer at all. Like, you know, well, not at all, but like this, there's no signs of like the sarcoma. This like, to me, this looks like degenerative, like joint disease. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, look, thank God. Like <laughs> joint disease is way more manageable and everything. They took tests and like put them under and all like all this stuff to Results come back, and it's a different type of bone cancer, which is aggressive, mm-hmm. right? Which was like, oh, we got our hopes up. And so we were heartbroken, got our hopes up, because she was like, oh, we don't think it's cancer. And then we got fucking smashed down to the ground because it is cancer, it's aggressive, and it's bone cancer. And then she's like, okay, so there's a couple things we need to figure out, like if it's metastasized and like all this stuff, um, figure out how far it spread. Um so on uh, last week we didn't podcast uh we got the final test results and it's and like uh he it's in his kidneys and liver and his bone obviously so that's where we're at with that mm-hmm. so it's metastasized <sighs> so yeah, now sorry we're, to hear that yeah so yeah. now we're getting to like the quality of life uh we're gonna put them on like it's not a very it's not an aggressive type of chemo it's a uh, more of like a quality of life type of chemo to where yeah, like it will make it it will make his joints feel better like it'll yeah. probably like s- slow like the the spread from his arms so he'll be able to walk better right and on. everything he won't have like too many side effects but like yeah man it's been a fucking whirlwind yeah for of, sure. like, this fucking, january man of, like junk man like we have you know like i work full-time mary works two full-time jobs like we and get hit by this like i haven't wanted to work since fucking christmas pretty much you know like i don't want to do anything except for podcasts because like one of the things that like clears my mind a little bit you know right right and it's like fuck man like my best friend of 12 years right now is 
you know, on his way out. And that's the fucking, it's a hard realization. It's not like it's just going to happen. Yeah. You know, now you know, like when your dog's 12 years old, like mine is, life expectancy is around 12 years. You know it's going to happen and like it comes. But like this is like being told it's going to happen. Yeah. Like it's different. Yeah. yeah. Like you have one to three months left with your dog, you know, and like hopefully with the chemo, it might turn into like four or five months, six months, maybe. Did they give you really that time span? Uh, One month if we do nothing and like the the oncologist like, you know, like we think maybe, you know, with a few treatments of like this, um, of, of the, the chemo, like we might be able to get several months. Which yeah. is which is promising, but you know it's already spread, so like you you really don't know. So we're gonna we're gonna try out like one dose of chemo, see how he feels, see how he reacts, and like make you know I I don't want him to be, um, in a doctor's office like the rest of his life yeah, all yeah, the fucking sure. time yeah for sure you know like I don't want to put him through that because it's just you know that's not how he wants to be you know mm-hmm. and like oh, yeah. so and what's hard about it man is like they were like explaining it to me and it's like you could, so you know when like when when you anytime you go to the vet and you're like okay if your dog's not eating if it's not feeling well if it's not playing a playing or doing all it's like bring them in right like yeah. those yeah. are like lethargic. the main concerns like lethargic and like those are the main concerns the doctor told us is like yeah your dog's gonna be normal he's gonna be playing he's gonna be eating he's gonna be doing all this stuff he'll just be in severe pain it's like that does not make sense to me yeah like my dog is acting normal, but like he's dying inside and in so much pain. Like, how am I supposed to like treat that? Like, how am I supposed to know when the time is right if he's acting just fucking normal all the time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like, like I I don't get it. Like, like it's not like he's like laying in bed all the time. Like he's sleeping just. He's a fucking basset hound. He's lazy. Yeah, you know, but he still plays. He still eats. It's like, how am I supposed to like react to that? Like, he's still doing all the things that every single vet has always told me to do. I got here, you know, howling his ass off. Yeah. Yeah, You know, so that's why the last, last podcast was a little, uh, for me, a little rough and and stuff, you know, and like, it's going to be heavy in for the next couple of months, man. Very sorry. (laughs) I'm very happy to hear that your dog is doing okay, man. And I'm very happy to hear that your cat is doing okay. Yes. Okay, man. Thanks, man. Well, well yeah. we'll be here for you during the summer uh, times. I know, them. Uh, don't uh, post anything on social medias and stuff. Oh, like absolutely that. Not. You mind, oh, well. you know. So, next topic. Thanks for January. sharing that with us and our yeah. fans. Yes, yeah. yes. Cheers to O's. So, I, uh, well, I guess like the the main point is, man, like if you have a pet, love that fucking pet, yeah. man, because like and take care and take like take care of them. Ironically, for for you longtime listeners, you've heard Odie because he's been the guy howling in the background. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anytime somebody comes next to the house, he's the one going. Oh yeah. You know what's interesting, man? It's like uh Mary and I were talking about this like a week ago. And it's like, man, if we would have had a kid instead of a dog, we'd have a twelve year old right now. Yeah, isn't that wild? <laughs> you know? but, uh speaking from experience, probably much better to have the dog. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I love my dog more than anything. But anyway, so that's my story. I'm glad everyone's pets are doing all right. Yeah. You know. January twenty twenty sucks so far yeah, it, it sucks it's, it's been bad man like we're in honestly, february today though we're done we made we it are. we, we are. made it we made it to february tomorrow's yeah. groundhog day yeah man but love your pets man don't treat them like yeah. shit if you can't take care of it if you can't do your thing fucking give it to someone who can yeah please you know those those pets deserve 
more. Oh my God. Emily fo- follows this one, um, uh, Instagram page and what it is, is it's a rescue one, but they go with like, they, uh, they do like biographies of these dogs and what they've been through and like, you oh, know, they rescue and taking them. I'm just like, Oh my God, how do you watch this all the time? This is horrible. Like, right. <laughs> do you enjoy right? crying and your eyes like, out? Yeah. It just like, it, it's like a little thing where they go through their like rehabilitation and stuff. And like they come in in pretty goddamn bad shape. One of the dogs is actually from a town that I lived in for a while, Victorville, California. And I was like, oh, Victor. Oh, my God. Yeah. Is he a chained up attack dog yeah. like in the front like, yard? Yeah. I was like, this makes, makes sense. sense. <laughs> this makes sense to me. Yeah. So it's, like it's someone to protect my house. From it's really awful what people do to animals. And um, Jesus, uh, burn in hell, whoever does that. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, it's like, Cheers to you. I don't want to get like <laughs> too into this, but like uh, fucking Michael Vick, right? Mm-hmm. That fucking piece of shit. Yes. And, like, all of his dogfighting rings and all this. And, like, he's on TV now. Like, everything's been forgiven. Yeah. You know? Fuck that guy. That shit's Yeah, he's, wild, like, he's an dude. offensive coordinator now. Yeah. Right? Well, I, don't like know. The, I don't know what he does. He did, some, does for some team. I don't remember. Is that what he does? If you're in chat, let us know. Yes. Yeah. Let us know what Michael Yeah, he's not playing anymore. He's old as fuck. Well, he's definitely not playing. But, like, he's, like, on TV and getting his yeah. Super Bowl predictions and all this stuff. Just, right? like, like, nothing fuck fucking you. happened. You know? I was like, dude, this guy was a fucking criminal man yeah and fighting dogs in his own mansion in la yeah you know like in what we thought was a civilized area yeah you and know, he's out yeah. there just doing these like gang fights yeah dude and shit terrible you've heard it here first fuck, fuck michael vick fuck him you know yeah, he went to prison for a little bit, but he's out. He's, he's, oh, he's been out for long. He's got his life back together. Yeah, well, so to change the subject a little bit, on a, <laughs> a, a little bit of a lighter note, on a little bit of a lighter note, sorry. So the title of our podcast today is Middle Aged Learning. So I want to indulge a little bit on that, Eric. Like, what is this middle aged learning we've been talking about? Oh, yes. Yeah. So I've been, um, uh, for one thing that I have, I felt I felt like my whole life I've never been that great in math. Um, like I just felt like I wasn't like that wasn't one of my strong points. Um, so yeah, so I have all these kids right, and they're like entering. I got a kid in middle school and a kid in high school, and I'm helping people with their homework. And then um, in order to help them for my for for their homework, I need to know what this stuff is. So like I'm going in, I'm watching YouTube videos, and I've noticed lately. The things are just starting to like fucking click with me. <laughs> yeah. In You're the a lot more. Way. Yeah. I'm I like, believe I'm, it. Yeah. I'm like a lot more like in tune. You're disciplined. Yes. Yeah, so like if, uh, if I can learn the formula, then I can apply it. It seems yes. like, so what I've been doing was I've been doing that while helping them with their homework, learning how to do this stuff and then trying to like pass that on to them. Yeah. Uh, it feels like it's a lot easier for some reason. Than it was when I was younger, probably because with fucking all the stuff you do when you're young. Oh, yeah. absolutely! Yeah. Like, Distractions. Every well, minute. Well, <laughs> well, because you, every minute you uh, push back like schooling, you become older and wiser. Yeah, I think so. I well, think it well, is. it's this thing too. When you were in high school, you were just like the kid playing, having fun with your friends. Now it's like you, as an adult, teaching yeah. your kids. You're like, I want my kids to fucking prosper. Yeah, yeah I better you have learn that this fire shit under so your they ass. know this shit. Like, and, it kind of just made me feel good. It was like such a weird, uh, I mean, it's just me in my kitchen, probably just like fucking yeah. just on my laptop doing something, but it was like such a weird epiphany. I was, 
I was like, holy fuck, I get this. I get what this is talking about. I mean, it was a, uh, it was a stellar moment for me and shit. I'm like, holy nice, fuck, nice. I can do Dude, this math. You should absolutely think about going back to school. My dad, for sure. He's like, he's 57 now, and he's gotten two degrees. A bachelor's and a master's degree while I was in high school to college. Oh, really? Yeah, because so yeah, that's what I gotta do. The exact thing, exact same thing he said as you just said is like, I'm older, I'm way more wiser, way more disciplined. Yeah. I'm. It's almost easy to get this stuff done because yeah. life has been so fucking hard. Right. You know, like this I'm is not, nothing. Yeah, I'm not. This is absolutely about, nothing. Yeah. I'm not worried, like, in high school about getting laid and, like, fucking how we're going to get beer for the weekend and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like, like all that distraction is gone. And yeah. And you can just sit there. And not to mention. And he annihilated those. Yeah. Not to Online mention, just, like, that. YouTube videos are, like, so amazing, like, just to go through and have oh, shit, man. like, written down and explained to you yeah. and just why it works that way. It's, like, uh, probably the better, the best teacher I've ever had was just watching these videos. Yeah. Well, dude, it's, um, it's amazing, man. Like, when... Anytime anyone ever comes up to me and like asks me to like do something or they need to explain on do something or whatever, it's like, why don't you just fucking YouTube it, right? Yeah. You know, like Google that YouTube shit. has built me so much All stuff that's not even there. funny. But back to your like middle aged learning. So like a couple of years ago, I was doing this. Uh, um, I was application for this job to where I had to uh-huh. learn like a bunch of math and like a bunch of like. Um, just a bunch of everything. So I like I got an ASVAB book, which was oh. kind of like the same type of principles that like this job needed. And I remember going through the whole fucking the ASVAB is like a military book, like a military like learning, um, like tests and stuff. Uh, so I went through like this whole book, like teaching myself like how to do math again, how to do geometry, trigonometry, trigonometry, and like like these, um, uh, like a bunch of other shit. And I like to apply for this one job. And I remember like going through is like, man, like I'm so much better at doing this stuff now than I was in high school. Yeah, for sure. Like I grasp it now. Like before I was just like, oh, let's, let's hope I like get a D on this so I could pass it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, uh, but now it's like, man, I, I actually understand what they're talking about, which is like nice. Like it's nice to understand. And I for think sure. uh, like bringing back to what you're saying, you're a little bit older, you're wiser, but like, which is kind of weird. The old analogy, right, is that it's harder to learn when you get older. It's, yeah. like it's harder. It's can't teach an old dog new tricks and stuff it's like, like you that. You definitely can, man. But yeah. I, I think it's like that. Like, I think that happens in anything like math or whatever. There gets to a point to where you just get it. You're like, yeah. oh, like when I was like practicing like rudiments when I was drumming and stuff and like and just practicing and doing this stuff and like at no like cost right i was just just fiddling around like trying to like get better to like come up with, like new fills and then like you do something and all of a sudden you're like i get it and i understand why i'm doing this arguably i would say that and yeah as a musician myself too and i've had those moments that really is like one of the best feelings in the world Isn't when it, you man? actually when you get something and you can do it and you can master it, it really is like Wow, like freaking yeah. You feel really good about yourself. Yeah, you're like, yeah. wow, like I understand now why I'm doing this and now I can apply it. And now it's just like you know, cuz be- before it's just like stick work, you know, you're, you're doing, you know, left right, you know. Well, from my understanding, it's like especially with drumming and stuff that is like a lot of 
uh, math pat- work too, math, right? And it's patterns too. Patterns, yeah. There's a lot of patterns put into math. Yes. So you could be like Goodwill Hunting and not even know it, man, just because well, you understand this stuff. No, I've always been fairly good at math. Mm-hmm. So like, math has never been like a problem for me. Fucking English and writing is I am terrible at. Really, I am one of those people that heavily rely on spell check. Heavily, like oh yeah, nowadays know, for sure. Yeah, I am a <laughs> I, I am not a grammar Nazi. Like I do not write because I am just not good at it. I've never had a problem with math, like numbers and stuff that comes pretty naturally to me. But writing and grammar and spelling and all that stuff is foreign language. Do you so, have Mary write your like your any essays or like cover no, letters you need? No, I'll write it. I'll just take super long and make sure that like. Like everything is dotted and crossed, you know. Like, yeah. I'm always writing Vanessa's stuff because she's yeah. not, she's oh, not Vanessa? an avid writer. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I'm really good at bullshitting words, you know, like the yeah. corporate vernacular where yeah. we're sorry, where you you don't promise, like you just avoid promises and certain things mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. I'm really good at that. I'm just a get to the point type of guy. Like if you ask me a question, no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. One word answers. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's like, <laughs> no. You know, like, I'm going to get to the point, or if it's like it needs to be sent, it's like, hey, John, how are you doing on that project? I'm doing all right, man. It's going. It's going. It's coming along. Get it by you by the deadline. You know, like, <laughs> it's, it's like I'm, I'm super blunt, like, straight to the point. I don't need fancy words. I will just tell you what needs to be done, or I will explain what, like, what I'm doing. Like, I, I don't need this this jargon like pushed in my face because it's just i don't need it it's like let's get to the point and let's uh, let's move on yeah. you know i think writing is my strong point even even with speaking too i think just if i can put something down on paper and stuff it, it'll come out way better than mm-hmm. yeah that's well, why i always prefer to go through email so so you're a better <laughs> yeah email is better you're a better writer than speaker yeah i would yeah. say so for sure me in meetings is see like, i'm a better speaker uh, than writer yeah i would agree with that I am terrible at corporate meetings. Like we have, we don't have too many of them at work, but yeah. I am awful. It's kind of tough being put on the spot a lot too. Yeah, a lot is it like, what do you think, Thurston? Well, see, see, uh, see, that doesn't bother me, man. Like you could put me in a room with a bunch of people, and I will, I will sit there and talk. You know, that's fine. You know, like I, I have no problem with like talking in front of people. Yeah. Or doing that, it's just writing it down. I just need someone like to, you know, to my left. What you could say is I'm blunt in the writing aspect, the same way you are with your, uh, speaking. Yeah. My speaking will only add more questions, Mm -hmm. but if I write out my explanation, I'm usually pretty good at explaining the whole situation where you can just read the paragraph and say, okay, I understand this is what I need to do, blah, blah, blah. And when I speak, it's just I don't say what I completely want to say, yeah. and I have to answer many questions afterwards. Yeah. So I yeah. just prefer to write it all down once, and then you can refer back to that. It's a weird, uh, it's a weird balance because arguably I would say that performing in front of people, like especially with the band aids, like I don't think I ever feel as comfortable as I do when I'm on stage and stuff and playing like that was arguably like where I could just be who I wanted to be. And it was like, it was such a freeing experience. Having said that, 
I have a lot of social anxiety and stuff, just like going around talking to people and stuff oh, like that. Yeah. I get that a lot. And, um, uh, I've been doing this for years, like with work, but arguably I still get fucking butterflies in my stomach. Uh, when we're on a meeting and somebody says, okay, Eric, share your screen and walk us through this part. Oh I yeah. St- I st- I'm still like, uh. <laughs> especially <laughs> when there's like, can 18, everybody hear me? Can everybody hear me? Uh. There's like 18 people in the meeting and they're just like waiting for you. Meanwhile, we put these shows in front of all these people. Yeah. It's like <laughs> different though. I guess when you're on the spot talking and stuff, it's weird. Yeah. My thing is when they say share your screen and then you have to type something out and you're yeah. just like H uh, d- yeah. oh, backspace backspace. Oh. I hope, uh, I'm, I, hope I can't I'm co- write right now. I'm I hope sorry. I'm cooking I'm correctly. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like looking through a drop down and they're like, yeah. uh, it's right there, Thurston. Yeah. So where, I, I, where, I where, where, where is it? Do you think it's like think a little bit, of, a little bit of shame? Maybe you know, like Mary, she is like great. At like public speaking, she's great at like selling. She is just a great personal person. Like you could put her yeah. in a room of like fucking fifty thousand people to speak, and she'd just fucking do it flawlessly. Yeah. She's just one of those type that just is great at it, you know. And it's like I think it's like a little bit of a confidence factor, a little bit of like no shame. She's like, oh, and it's amazing. Like to. Like I probably couldn't do it. I cannot do it as well as she can, but it's amazing like how well some people can speak in public and just have like, it helps when you know what you're talking about, which Mary knows what the fuck she's talking about for sure. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's hard for me when I'm like in a conversation about coding and stuff or something that I'm not like familiar with. It's, I don't want to say anything that's incorrect. Yeah. Where someone has to correct me, so I just like pause and yeah, I'm like a deer in the headlights and stuff. But if it's something like purely what I know, I can go off for like 20 minutes. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. But usually in work, if there's a meeting going on, that means not enough people understand what's going on yeah. right now. So if there is a meeting, odds are I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. So I get fucked over. Well, not fucked over, but I. I'm stuck there, like, just asking questions, not really making a, I what I think is a good enough impression mm-hmm. as I want to be. Like, I want to go out up there and, you know, speak loudly, clearly, confidently Dazzle without everyone. saying um or pausing or yeah. anything like that. But, like, sometimes it just doesn't happen. What yeah. was that? Yeah, what sometimes it doesn't. It's like a Cypress Hill concert in here. <laughs> it's like that one time I went to a Wu-Tang concert. It was awesome. Did you go to a Wu-Tang concert? No. <laughs> I was, what I really meant to say was Deltron, the funky homo sapien, but I didn't feel like enough people under knew who Del, the funky homo sapien is. If you don't know who he is, he was in a gorilla song called Clint Eastwood. That's I badass. That. I love that song. He's got a yeah, lot of great he's the rapper. stuff, too. And we was all smoking weed in the concert. Nice. Anyway, <laughs> what's next on the agenda? I've learned a little bit about, uh, speaking of middle age learning as well, is I started looking into, since I've uh, done away with beer, uh, except for today, I figured this is going to be my only cheat <laughs> except day. Except for today. My only cheat day. 
is I've I've tried to learn more about wines and especially uh, sparkling wines, and because like I, I always thought, I will now open my can. Open it up. I always thought like I was I heard these words like brute and stuff like that. I'm like, what is yeah. that? Is that a brand? Like, what is that? <laughs> You're such a brute. It's the dry. It's the dryness of the wine and stuff mm. like that. Oh, so, the brute. Yes. Oh. So what I've learned, and this is the only thing I can apply to everyday life here, is what I've learned, uh, is that, um, so sparkling wine is all location. So you have your champagnes, which comes from France. Yeah, the French Champagne, France. The Champagne region. Yes. Yes. You have um, uh, Prosecco, which is from Italy. Yeah. And then you have uh, Cava, which is from Spain. So actually... I've been leaning more because it is cheaper, the Prosecco side. Uh, I think it is a bit tastier. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm going to argue with you right now. Okay. I'm argue with you right now. Prosecco is actually perceived, uh, well, at least it used to be, as like the poor man's wine, like I guess. Like it has a million, Yeah. Does that, but it's cheaper and stuff, and it has like a certain, like it's, it's, it has a resurgence. Uh, champagne's obviously very expensive. I, I think it's only because of name brand stuff. What it I've is. started to lean more towards nowadays is the Spanish cava. That stuff oh. is freaking delicious, and I would recommend it to anybody. I bought a couple bottles. It is great. I'm, I'm a bigger cava fan, I think. Than, we should have a I cava party. Fan. Well, a lot of the... Um, so I was explained... I had someone explain this to me. A lot of like the champagne that you get that is from the region of Champagne, which is called Champagne, mm-hmm. um... A lot of these other companies and, and wineries, they use like the same type of grapes, same method. It's like the same thing. It's just not from champagne. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so you're basically getting the same thing. Yeah. Um, I'm not an expert like you it's are. It's like bourbon, right? But yeah. I've always been like the like pers- I am. Prosecco has always been a little bit sweeter to me. Yeah. Any, yeah. I, I, from what I hear, anytime you go to and you order a mimosa anywhere you go, mm-hmm. they give you Prosecco. Oh, yeah. That's what I understand. Yeah. Oh, my my private jet. Let's see if we can hear it with my new stuff. That's my private 787 uh, B class. Seats about 25. Okay. Uh, not including the pilot. I don't even know if you can hear that on the podcast. Anymore. Maybe not. I can see it. Holy shit. It's not <laughs> that pain clear. Clear so, as day, baby. Have you so, ever been driving on this road here and have someone who I assume is not a local stop because they yep. think a plane is literally landing on top of them. Do you know where you live? Right. So you ride, yeah. you ride up the speedway. Do you know, you know, you realize where you live? Yeah. Okay, I, okay, okay. Are you going to talk about the bank? The plane, the the plane, plane crash. Plan, There's landing? a video you can watch on mm-hmm. YouTube pretty much one block away from this guy, where this guy lives, where you can see an actual plane yeah. crash yeah. onto the road. Right in front of the arc of I showed yeah. Vanessa on my phone when we were passing that intersection. Yeah. I was like, look, a plane landed right there. Yeah. It didn't and really land. It kind of just engulfed in flames. flames. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> died, though. Yeah. yeah. Luckily not. Nobody died. So uh, that's... So, I'm, I'm able to joke about that because yes. nobody died. Yeah. So I was... Uh, uh, me and my friend, uh, Kay- Kaylee, come up last weekend. Yeah. You know, and uh, we were hanging out talking about, you know, the planes going on. And some of them, like, they look like they're super fucking low. Kaylee used to live here, right? Kaylee used to live in this okay. room right now. In this now. room right now. That yep. Body. Yep. In this room. Hi, Kayla, if you were uh, listening. Here. I'm sure you are. Um, yes. But, uh, so. Did I meet Kayla? Did uh, I meet that lady? Maybe. Was it, she it, with a roommate? You're around. 
Yeah, she. Uh, okay, so she was when we were first starting the podcast in the garage. Yes, that is Kayla. Okay, I think she was even on an episode. Or? She might have been on like the second yeah. or third episode. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't know if you can even find that audience. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even sure that's. We're gonna start for that on the blocking list? that stuff pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so I I did the math a little bit, and the altitude. Well, I didn't do the math. I googled the math. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Let's Google get that straight. The so, like the, the the departing altitude of these planes, right? Because sometimes they look like they're super low. Like, oh my god, that is so oh, yeah. low. Uh, sometimes the departing altitudes from a mile away are only between like three hundred fifty and five hundred feet, right? Like, so they're only like three hundred fifty to five hundred feet above my house. Mm-hmm. And yeah. some of those planes, if you turned them sideways, would touch would the touch ground. The ground. Would touch the ground. Wow. Yeah, that's freaky. That one that flew over looked pretty goddamn low. They all yeah. look pretty goddamn yeah. low, <laughs> to tell you the truth. Yeah, so isn't that crazy? So if you if you turn the plane sideways, it would touch the ground on on some situations. That's how close it is to my house. That's it's nutty. Landed. Yeah. That is crazy. Have you seen the Dreamlifter Boeing's... All uh, the fucking time. If you what? don't know, the Dreamlifter is Boeing's plane that carries planes. Yeah, so it it's, carries the fuselage for the 787. It's massive. Yeah. And obviously you can't do these really tight ascensions and descensions on that. So it just flies like seemingly 50 feet above your head yeah. all day long. Yeah. And it's the biggest plane I've ever seen. So One to me, that, so, so sorry to interrupt. So to good. me, it's not, have you seen the Dr- Dreamlifter? Have you heard the Dreamlifter? Oh, that yeah. motherfucker going above my house shakes every single wall, shakes every single piece of fucking... Uh, dishes I have like clanking together, wall yeah. shaking, everything is shaking. So it's not. Oh, that was the Dreamlifter. We're right next to yeah. Boeing, by the way, folks. Yep. Look, Sorry. I'm glad you're you're making planes and helping other people yeah. make planes, but goddamn, one of the biggest thrills of my life. I think I was coming to band practice, or I was coming here. Uh, John Man actually lives right next to where our studio used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a close proximity type person. Yeah. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> He's always had the easiest uh, uh, as far as uh, driving places, I yeah. guess. Yeah. It's always been pretty close. It's planned. I drove under. So Boeing has, it's like right next to the freeway. Uh, they have a warehouse on one side and they have a warehouse on the other. I drove right where they're transporting a plane. Uh, it wasn't flying. They were just like uh, towing it from over one side bridge. to the other yep. over that little bridge. And I got to drive under it while they were doing it. It's actually really cool. Like, so, yeah. So, you can take tours yeah, of this yeah. place. So once the plane was built, what they were doing is they were taking it to the paint shop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, it is Which, pretty cool, man. Did you know that the one on your, if you're going north, uh, the one on your left side is the largest single room in the world? Yep. Really? Oh, yeah. You know that. I heard that. I heard that. Yes. Yeah. You could fit like all of Disneyland in there and have like five acres of parking or some shit <laughs> like that. That's, That's crazy. Nuts. Speaking of Disneyland, I'm glad we get, we're getting on this here. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> now about, that we're on Disneyland. About time we started talking about Disney. About fucking time. We almost didn't talk about Disneyland. They this did. Episode. Hold on. I do have one thing to talk about Disneyland is that they did. I haven't been there. You guys have been there more than I have. Oh, did you hear they evacuated uh, Hong Kong Disney? Yep. Yeah, it's closed down for right now. Yeah, a lot of the oh, Star- yeah. uh, a lot of the Starbucks yeah. uh, Starbucks is already closing down because of the coronavirus. Yeah. 
one thing I did see was that they are about to, um, I think it's this year with the, uh, the Avengers campus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That new land for it's the Marvel. Up, yeah. yeah. Uh, they have an animatronic, um, and not a person, it's animatronic fucking Spider-Man. It's going to be web swinging his way around that whole area. Well, that's good. Cause you know what heads. happened when another, uh, cast members, did the zip line thing as Tinkerbell. That? Oh, yes. She died. She uh, passed she, away. She passed away, she, yeah. Because of the zip peace. line broke. They still do that, though, I think. Do they? I, I thought, don't think they I do. thought they no. ended Tinkerbell. that. Do they? Well, okay, so maybe they, they didn't, or maybe they, they don't. They used to anymore. have her fly from the map. But the what's awesome, well, I guess not awesome for her, but I did get to see that fireworks show while she was on the zip line. Nice. So oh. I, I was able to see it. Like Maybe they person. reinstated yeah. it a little bit. Well, I've yeah. seen it for sure. So, with extra. Yeah, I've seen it. Let's see. Let's. I went for like the 50th. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, was that your most recent one? The no, 50th? that was my first one. Oh. The 50th one was like a few, like 10 years, like four or five, six years ago. Yeah. 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 It came out in like 54. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Something I like have that. a pen still in my, uh, um, my, my parents kept this, uh, uh, photo album and they gave it to me when I got to a certain age. I still have a pin in there from like some kind of anniversary. I forget which one it was. Nice. So, uh, Disney, Disney kid. Yeah. Oh, so, um, so last time I went, I went last September. Uh, there was, it was still under construction for the whole uh, Marvel and California mm-hmm. adventure. It was still under construction. So I think that's supposed to open up this summer though. Nice. Like the, the rest of the park is supposed to open up. So they took out a bug's life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's gone now. So it's going to, that's fine. And then the Tower of Terror is yeah. now the Gardens of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah which is cool. It is cool. I kind of like it. I kind of yes. like the you Tower guys. of Terror better, though. Yeah, I think I do like the Tower of Terror but, better. But what's awesome is you can still but, go to Disney World and hit up the Tower of Terror. I will say the ambiance of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy isn't as good as Tower of Terror, mm-hmm. but I feel like the way they redid the ride, how it yeah. drops and stuff, is yeah. way more exciting. Yeah. And I can see that way more adrenaline fueling, you know, yeah. because before yeah. it was just like, here's a drop. We go up. Here's a drop. Yeah. This one was like takes you all the way up almost every time and just like Drops pulls you, the yeah. pin and yeah. you just free fall for yeah. an extra long time. Yeah. I uh, like yeah. that. It's definitely crazy. It's, it's, it's fun for sure. Um, yeah. So I, I think that's supposed to be opening like in May or something like that, which I took a vacation. I took my last week of vacation in May. So there might be a little Disney in the oh, yeah. future, I'm not sure. Mm, yeah, I think I think you deserve it. I, I do. You've had a rough January. I you have. Deserve it so I, I go back out like the the furthest away, and you know, so that is the plan to uh, make myself feel better. I what might, a better I, way to make yourself feel better? Disneyland. In the happiest place on earth. Mm-hmm. Honestly, yeah, yeah, I I fucking love Disneyland, man. You know what they're starting to do that is awesome, which we should do a podcast of. Is they're starting to let uh, IPs like shows and other like YouTube channels do episodes in Disneyland. I've oh, been yeah. seeing a huge influx of oh, like, yeah. oh, we're in Disneyland today. Yeah, that's happening all and the time, was, man. I thought like, how cool would it be to have a podcast in like Star Wars? Oh, that'd be amazing. That would be the coolest shit. Or just having some kind of video blog. So they're like actually handing out like permits to film and have Weird. a show. In we have a YouTube so channel, cool. you know, that's yeah. not getting used. <laughs> I'm still brainstorming about what the sandwich needs. 
All right, for you listeners out there, tweet us at the John Sandwich. Uh, what would you like to see on our YouTube channel? Because yeah. uh, we have it. We were just we were just posting like the full episodes on the, but they weren't really getting any hits, and which is fine because no one wants to watch a three hour podcast of us just sitting here talking. They'd yeah. rather listen, which I understand. I'd rather listen to a podcast anywhere for sure. So, what's the type of stuff you guys want to see on the YouTube channel? You know? Yeah, hit us yeah. up. Hit us up on the uh, at the John Sandwich or, you know. I'll start taking more video of stuff I'm doing and stuff because that seems like if we're talking about it, maybe I can post that on the YouTube channel of what I was doing that I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, that would be a good cross cross platform marketing mm-hmm. for sure. If you want to know exactly what Eric is talking about, watch the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this happened an Eric moment. Yes, yeah, an Eric moment. You can also see our face reveals. Mm-hmm. That's been revealed a long time ago. Yeah. I know, but not to our new audience. Here's John Mans. Most R- of our new Resting bitch face. <laughs> oh, our main picture has our faces. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Abraham Lincoln sits next to me, We're not but he just never him. talks because so, he's dead. I'm George Washington, right? Yeah, you're George. Yeah. Uh, you're George. Uh, Eric is the guy on the dime. What's his name? And I am Teddy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's uh, Johnson. Yes. Right? Is that right? I don't know. I don't know. We might have to Google the Mount Rushmore. It is, uh, yeah. I'm George just glad Washington. I'm Teddy. You're Teddy Roosevelt. He's, uh, you are Mr. Guy Dude, President Man. Who is the second one? Must be you. He's the nerdy dude. Nerdy looking guy. That makes sense. I think it's Johnson. Yeah. Know. Is Johnson really like that big of a deal to where he was on Mount Rushmore? Like, the four horsemen of American presidents. The four horsemen, baby. <laughs> Jefferson. Sorry. Jefferson. Yeah. yeah, Jefferson. George Thomas Jefferson. Je- Roosevelt. George Jefferson. <laughs> Thomas Jefferson. There we go. I was George like, who Jetson. are the four horsemen of American presidents? I made the logo. I can't believe I fucking blanking on that track. <laughs> That's what it was all about. Do you know where Mount Rushmore is located? Yeah, I've been there. State-wise? Yeah. North well, Dakota. South Dakota, is actually. It south? Is it south? Yeah. Ooh. I do know. I do know this. It's in a Dakota. It's in a Dakota. Uh, I do know this. On the way to seeing uh, Mount Rushmore, there used to be this theme park, the Flintstones theme park. Have any of you guys been <laughs> Never. there? Never. No, absolutely yeah. not. So there's this uh, theme park. It was totally Flintstones themed. There's two of them. There was one in South Dakota and one in Arizona. I think both now are shut down. Um, so it's it was like Disneyland. Right, except for it was all Flintstones. You rode around and like the the cars. It had like the dinosaurs. It had like the houses and everything. It's amazing. Yeah, it was an amazing Your theme park, like, like Flintstones theme park, and like two of the weirdest places ever. Right, South Dakota and fucking Arizona. Yeah, right, for sure. Um, so I've been there, and one of Mary's things, she's always wanted. She always wanted to go to the Flintstones theme park. And like she is so mad that I was like, able really? To go. That was a bucket list thing. Yeah, that was a, one of her bucket list things. <laughs> she was so mad. What? That I got to go and she didn't. Oh, you? She didn't get to go? Well, I was a kid. Oh, you were a kid. Okay. Yeah. I don't, don't believe it's around anymore. No. no, I don't. I think. The, yeah. So the one in Arizona <laughs> just closed down like five years ago or something like that. So it was like re- really recent that it just closed down. <laughs> I think the Flintstones yeah. property is kind of dormant now. I think for anybody who wants to rekindle that. Yeah, and it's also in South Dakota. Mm-hmm. Or, I, I mean, Dakota. yeah, you you go there on your way to like these monuments, right? Yeah, for yeah, sure. on He's your like, way to Mall of America. And like, the, I think South Dakota has like no that that might be Wyoming because I went there too on my way. The Devil's Peak, I think that's in mm-hmm. Wyoming, right? 
Have you ever seen the Devil's the Peak? The tall yeah. pillar like monument or uh mountain. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. like the Devil's Tower. De- Devil's yeah, Tower. Devil's Tower. So uh, like there's a I don't know if it's rumors or what, but they they think that that might be like an ancient tree. Really? At some point. Like Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I saw that post uh just to imagine that that was a tree. Mhm. Be miles high. That's crazy. Well, it I is guess... a cool like little thought to have but i do believe it's mountain avatar yeah. style yeah, yeah well, like I, I guess there was a point in our earth's time to where like plants were just like fucking ginormous you know yeah. trees way more co2 in the air yeah and then yeah. and then it became like so bad that there wasn't enough co2 in the air because like when like these plants died like they weren't producing enough of the other gases to make like so like our world almost turned into like this greenhouse gas type thing because all the methane from all these big ass plants dying yeah like the earth almost couldn't sustain like what was going on yeah you know just you always have to pay it back you have a big old thing to bring it back back later to bring it back to disney fucking what they did with that pandora world and stuff and how you have the floating islands there and what's holding it up are the vines yeah that looks cool yep let these people fucking do our infrastructure and shit. Fucking hire these folks. Yeah. Like they can. They can how much better would life be if your drive to work was like managed by someone whose job it is to make your drive to work pleasant exactly. and not just like, yes. we need, we need to have 7 billion people be able to drive on this road. Mm-hmm. Let's add a little pizzazz, a little fanfare. Absolutely. To anybody who's ever said that Disney was like an evil empire type of uh, fucking organization, just watch that fucking Imagineer special. Jesus yeah. Christ. These people are trying to save us <laughs> from ourselves. Yeah. I fucking yeah. love Disney, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't give a shit when anybody, if, if someone doesn't like Disney out there and you're listening to this podcast right now and you're listening to my voice, if you don't like Disney, you're wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. That's all it is. Simple as that. You are wrong. It's a hard pill to swallow, but <laughs> you have to. It is pretty remarkable. Like when I I see it on Facebook a lot. I have this one uh, friend who always bags on adults who like Disney, and I was just I can't help but thinking. I think I've said this before. It's like, so you don't like world class artists. Writers, songwriters, engineers, engineers, engineers who got STEM uh, degrees just like you did and you hate it. That's like made to be family friendly, not for kids, but family friendly where like the whole family can go and enjoy it. And you have some of the best writers and artists in the world working on it. And you think that's that's childish. Mm -hmm. Like you're dumb. Come on. Yes, you are. Of course. That's not childish in any way. It's probably the best animated features you could ever see. Yep. By the company who's really the only company who can really gather that much talent in one space. The only company that gives enough shit to make everyone happy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's not to say that other companies can't do that. Like you have DreamWorks who have made just one after the other amazing animated features. It's just like if they cared enough, they could. That's all I'm saying. Well, I compare like you know Disney. It's all about the detail, and they all like they went through a dark time. But with Disney, and I'm I'm glad they've came back around. It's all about the detail. 
like every single detail of every single aspect of everything you're watching or writing has to be perfect. Yeah, it has to include everybody. Yeah. It has to have a theme. You have to feel like if you are riding Peter Pan's ride, you have to feel like you are flying above the cityscape. Well, you I know? think like the, everything. The story of Walt Disney himself is amazing. It's just like he got into the animation business. It's pretty much like as a means to make the world like it was a me as a means to make the world a better place. Arguably, in his older years. He got more into he he was a philanthropist like yeah yeah, he was was trying to push technology to his limits everything was a means for him to accomplish what he wanted to accomplish which was to kind of become the next Edison yeah and arguably fucking he did yeah I think so I think honestly he's changed the world yeah he really has yeah you can't go anywhere in the world without coming across some IP that him or his company has created. It's pretty remarkable that this person just came from a normal L.A. family. All right, so I think we're going to wrap up this episode. Boo! We'll, we'll do a little bit of this. What's your best Ric Flair? Woo! 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 <laughs> nice. Yeah. I love, by, by the way, my best pastime is watching fucking uh, wrestling promos. Like, fucking, I watch that shit all the time on Dude, YouTube. I just watched some tonight, <laughs> I love, like this morning. I love Dusty Rhodes, like a motherfucker, just like, oh, yeah. daddy, Dude, you uh, got a computer coming in to take your daddy's job, daddy. It is Dude, okay, so I, this it's morning, relevant. It's crazy. Yes. This morning, I was, just watch, I was just watching wrestling promos this morning. Nice. <laughs> yes. Nice. Right. That's why we are who yeah. we are. So you have to watch the WrestleMania 18 promo, uh, the Royal Rumble promo between Stone Cold Austin and The Rock. Uh-huh. So The Rock was facing um, Chris Jericho for the undisputed title. Okay. Uh, Stone Cold was getting to the Royal Rumble, and they were pretty much bantering back and forth. Stone Cold with a beer in his hand. He's like, hey, you know The Rock? I'm going to win the Royal Rumble. And you know what, Rock? If you win the undisputed title, you know what that means? That means Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock headlining WrestleMania 18. And it was just like perfect fucking banter man yeah. i miss those days of wrestling it was amazing <laughs> i haven't seen uh what these youngins are doing nowadays but i would argue it's probably not i feel the like arts that these people were yeah. creating back. all the great art. wwe writers are all now working for trump to give him the best storylines <laughs> you know or they're all mm-hmm. work for disney i don't know <laughs> yeah every time i see trump news i'm like i feel like a wwe writer was like this will get you in the news yep. Tune in I for the next God. episode. We're about to get fucking deep. Sure is, man. Deep. Hey, we love you guys. Uh, the John Sandwich Show is sponsored by The John Sandwich Show. You can follow us at on Twitter at The John Sandwich Show. <laughs> oh, yeah. You oh, can actually, follow me on... Sorry, at The John Sandwich. You can follow me on Twitch or Mixer. They're both Thurston Q. So look me up. I'm Carousing Cinema on Twitter. Uh, Erica's Prime on Instagram. Just fucking hit me up, boy. Yep. And I am at the Damn boy. I'm at the John Man on Twitter. So hit me up on Twitter at the John Man. By the way, I don't have that many followers. These two guys haven't even followed me on Twitter yet. But what? what? Oh my I god. Haven't. <laughs> I'm sorry. At the John Man. <laughs> at the John Man. All right. I thought you were the sandwich. That was your Twitter. 
Well, but I, 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 I made a personal Twitter, you know, okay. for, for you, John, man. Right. But I'll anyway, we love you guys. Um, it's been a great episode. Uh, think about your questions. You know, we're going to do some random questions next episode, which might just be in about 10 minutes. So, hit us Ladies. Up. Thank you very much. Late. Dude, that was like the inception, like where you Perfect. start hearing the music, that's the countdown. You have three minutes.